Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back at it again. Y'all loved it so much on everything, and then I saw this happening, so we had to bring it back. Another jam-packed, high-octane episode of Ox Me Later. You know, big shout-out to the homie Will and everything. We dropped the 15-year anniversary of the Carter Three and everything. But before I bring in this week's talented guests or whatever, remember, like always, ladies and gents, to... Rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything in the bio description, all that good stuff below. Make sure to, of course, check out that Hey June 23 playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify. And we will be starting up the new Everyone Loves the Sunshine. I want to say, I don't know if Everyone Loves the Sunshine is my July version, whatever my July version of it is or whatever. Make sure to go check it out. We're going to start working on that joint this weekend to get y'all ready or whatever for the tunes, you know, what I've been rocking with. Also, you know, we're talking all things music this episode or whatever, so, you know, of course, we'll get back to that. Also, Hot Mook Summer, make sure to drop, of course, of course, of course, make sure to um go into uh, links and everything, link tree, check out the merch or whatever, support your boy if you can or whatever, shout out the homies over there at Streamers Merch and everything, you know, hot mook summer, get your mook dog merch and everything, whatever you get, I don't care if it's a hat, some balling shorts, a koozie, I gotta go ahead and get the balling shorts and the t-shirt to match with my hat, go full mook dog for the rest of the summer, you know what I'm saying, but that one being said, been highly anticipated and it's so funny how this even works or whatever. I'm going to get into this in a second or whatever. But let's bring in this week's talented guest or whatever. I always say, you know, man, God works in mysterious ways and everything. And I want to say it was the big homie, maybe live at Champs. I can't remember exactly whatever. But, like, yo, I called a W raid and everything. And then I met this dope-ass individual and everything. And... Yo, he came in, he was vibing, he was like, yo, Book, I'm loving the energy, I'm loving the vibes, you seem cool as fuck and everything, whatever. And then, like, for we was talking music, and I can't remember if it popped up, or if we just started talking about it, but then it got into a Matt Miller conversation. So, before we get into this and everything, it was just so dope, because we, we talked about it, and I thought dude was cool as shit. When I saw this and everything, I looked up, did my information, I was like, oh, no, nah, I gotta hit the bro up or whatever on the rip. Also, big shout-out to him in particular, because I remember, like, right after that and everything, you know, he said he, like, he might get to a point where, like, he starts to stream or whatever when he does. Of course, you know, y'all know y'all gonna jump out for him, your fam, gotta make sure we get that and everything. On top of that or whatever, he put me over there with some heavy hitters as far as the MLB community. Ain't like I ain't even asked him or whatever. He did that off his own, like you know, stuff or whatever. So bringing in the homie Tim, what's goody, brother? Talk to me. Also, we got to get it personalized for you, your own personal beer pop, bro. What up? Ooh. How are you, bro? That one was a little weak, but it's all good, bro. I'm I'm great. Right, how about yourself, man? Man, I'm great. Fucking most dope over here, bro. Oh yes, you know we love it. We love Man, I'm so it. So excited to be talking about this joint today. Literally my favorite album of all time. This album means more to me than I think anyone could understand. I was bumping this shit at like the lowest point in my life. Just vibing oh out. Oh my god. I, I can't I can't wait, bro. This is this is gonna be it, man. Like we we already said it, bro. Like, you know, you clicked on it, y'all know what we talking about this episode or whatever, watching movies with the sound off. Before we go full on into that and everything, bro. Um, of course, Tim and everything, like I always tell the people, you know, we do it at the beginning, we do it again at the end or whatever, man. You know, we're gonna shoot all your socials in the the bio description of the good stuff below, you know, for the people to check this out and everything. But tell the people a little bit about yourself if you don't mind. Uh you know, I'm a 
22-year-old trying to figure out his way around life, trying to figure out what works for me, what doesn't. I'm a youth peer advocate, so I work with kids in my county, help them set up their life goals, help them graduate high school or get through elementary school, kind of figure out themselves while I'm also trying to figure myself out. So I see these kids do more work for me than I honestly do for them, and I'm so thankful for what I do every day. Bro, that's truly dope, man. We love to hear that, man. But, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, at Tim Watt. That's really where I'm mainly at. I uh, do some baseball podcasting, uh, big Red Sox fan, love all yes, the sports in general, but mostly baseball. Baseball is my go-to. Um, yeah, so Pesky Report, also on Twitter. You can find me there every Sunday. Episodes come out on Monday, but we record on Sunday. Hell yeah. Okay. Definitely going to make sure to go ahead and just shout out the boys. Um, we're going to put all the bios and everything or the links and everything. Let's check out the homies and everything, whatever y'all go rock with all them, whatever. Tell them, you know, don't bite your tongue crew. Y'all like, you know, tell them Mook sent you and hey, man, hell yeah. Got support the homies or whatever. Like I said, off real, like bro just came in and it was like just great, immaculate vibes. So I knew off rip. He had to be the one I hit up for this and everything. Also, you know, you got to get some little young blood up in here, man. So let's before we start this off, whatever, take us through your journey with Mac Miller, not only at this time of the release of this album, like we said, uh, teeny anniversary and everything, of course. So take us back to 2013 on top of just everything that you had going on with bro or whatever. Bro, so funny story. First time I heard Mac Miller was in 2013. I ended up at some like high school graduation party at my grandma's camp and they were just bumping Mac and I was like, yo, this is fire. Like, I really like this. It's good vibes. And like, I was struggling, not really sure what I was struggling with that being 13 years old, but I know I was going through something. I just can't remember what exactly, mm-hmm. but I, I just kept the vibes. And since then I've been bumping Mac almost 10 years now, which is cur- It is 10 years now that I've been listening to Mac Miller. That's crazy. Going into this album, bro, like, I knew about Mac throughout college or whatever. You know, I'm a lot older and everything. Like, I was rocking with bro, but I like the just Mac spitting or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I kind of, this was even before I kind of liked the Mac on his, like, what we going to call the Larry Lovestein or the, you know, of course, we're going to reference a lot of delusional Thomas shit and everything and everything. But I just really wasn't rocking with what I called college frat boy Mac. So I remember when this album dropped and everything, and of course we're gonna get into the details about that in a little bit, but I just remember being like, okay, you know, I'm gonna get this a spin and whatever, you know, we're gonna check it out. And I mean, spoiler alert, it's gonna be one of those joints where it's just like, yo, (laughs) (laughs) this joint just became like the album for me or whatever, of course. And I even apologize. I didn't tell bro in pre-production or whatever. When we get to like we y'all know how these joints were ox me later or whatever. You know, we're gonna go through track by track or whatever. But I forgot to tell you, Tim, when it gets to your favorite song, or whatever, just make sure you be like, yo, this is my joint or whatever. I didn't tell you that in pre-production. That's my apologies, Deborah Song. You know. Sure. So I want to read this off and everything before we go more into it or whatever. Watching movies with the sound off released June 18th, 2013. This is the first part I want to say, whatever, man. I'll never forget. Mac already had his day established. 
Kanye came out with Yeezus that same day, and he was like, y'all got this. And then J. Cole, he been getting a lot of buzz around that time, of course. And he was like, yo, bumping, I'm dropping Born Center the same day. And he, I remember even on, um, I can't remember, God, what, what, what freestyle it was, but he was like, you know, Oh, and he said on the album, he's like, you know, I'm going to drop the album the same day as Kanye, you know, like that joint or whatever. Like, he came on the same day, and Mac was like, well, I'm not moving, you know, whatever. Right. Which, hot take I always said or whatever. People were hype about Cole, people hype hype about, like, like, yay, you know, and still rock with Yeezus, still rock with Cole, of course. I honestly think Born Center, I mean, people will say Forest Hill Drive might be his best album or whatever. Born Center is the one I go to back the most as far as, you know what I'm saying? You know, just thoughts on that. I got a hot J. Cole take, actually. Please, hit me. My favorite J. Cole album is Kids on Drugs. I love K.O.D. See, that's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. That's my second. That's my second favorite. I really think he was snapping on that shit. It it was just, like, the lyrics, how personal it was. It it just really resonated with stuff that I was seeing going on when that album dropped. Because I believe that dropped in, like, what, 2017? Uh, 17, 18, somewhere around there, yeah. Because I remember... Remember, um, ATM was like the whole joint for the NBA that year or whatever. Like every yeah. freaking ESPN game, they played that song. Yeah, it was 2018. So yeah. Okay, hell yeah. That was when I was big into like hanging out with the boys, smoking some weed, and doing that shit. Thoughts about Yeezus also coming out or whatever? You you know your that album? Do you have that in rotation? Uh Yeezus not really in my rotation anymore. When it first came out, it was a little bit. Honestly, I kind of l- listened to the album. Was like, this isn't the Kanye that I'm really into. But it was um, so. Ex- I ain't gonna say even experiment. I mean, it is experimental, obviously. But like, people were so thrown off on what the hell he had going on, <laughs> they didn't know what to do. Also, guys, I'm sorry, guys. If you can, if you can hear Sadie barking in the background or whatever, I don't know what's happening with Baby Girl. But it should be all right. <laughs> um, there is one song off that um, album that I'll throw into my rotation. Sometimes it's Bound to. I don't know why. I just no, no, no. Bound to was it? Bound to was it, bro? See, me, it was blood on the leaves like i mean that and then um hold my liquor i thought hold my liquor was crazy hold my liquor had a sick beat right that shit was produced nice so those also dropped the same albums or the same album same day as this and everything watch the movies with the sound off matt miller's sophomore studio album and everything following of course you know blue slide park what year was blue slide park released was that 2010 or 11 11 11 okay and then following the macadelic mixtape couple of you know months before and yo bro i didn't even realize this until i was looking it up earlier because hey like i said we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff whatever tim i'm like yo mook we talked about that i know you i know like i was also tim realized i was drunk and a lot of this (laughs) it was on stream but this i knew tim was that dude or whatever i was like oh no this guy i need to have on this shit or whatever i didn't realize that you came out like a couple of months before this (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, you now, I mean, we're going to get into a lot of stuff where I'm telling you, like, I just really got the homies on, like, a lot of Mac, because I was really just diving into Mac fully around this time and afterwards, of course. But, bro, I mean, his run from 2016 to literally 2013 when watching, because you got watching movies 2013, you got Faces 2014, Good AM 2015, Best Day Ever 2016. And then D- Divine Feminine, also in 2016. Right. Which, 
of course, I'm gonna ask some more about that shit a little bit later on and everything, bro. Just cause, oh my god, you know. And this is, I want to say, the second album we reviewed a Mac or whatever. Big shout out to the homie, my man, 92 Wave. I remember we reviewed um, Circles or Swimming, one or the other, and whenever like that was released posthumously. And I just remember being sad because I'm like, bro, this is the last actual Mac Miller music I'm probably gonna get. Bro, don't get me starting to cry like 15 minutes into this, bro. Come on. Bro, bro, I mean, fuck it. We already, I mean, like I said, we're not going to get there, but like bump it. I, I'll never forget and like shout out because like I said, she's upstairs now. I'll never forget. This was before like me and M were like a thing, but we won't like obviously a thing like we are now. Bro, I'll never forget. She called me. It was a Friday afternoon and she was like, she was like, did you hear the news? I was like, hear news about what? And she was like, that one rapper that like you be playing me all the time, like he like died. And I was like, don't even joke like that. And she was like, and then I was like, I said, who? And she was like, the white one. And I was like, I I, I already knew she was on my Mac. I don't know why I didn't even, because I was like, yo, I was like, I don't mean, not to say I don't be like just bumping white rappers, but I was like, no, no, no. Like she knew like the Mac was my man's, like all this shit. And then, yo, Tim, I'm going to tell you this. I remember like calling my mom later and she was like, I saw a rapper that was the same age as you passed, because I also was born in 92. Mm hmm. And she was like, and that just kind of made me a little sad. I was like, man, what in the world? And I was like, man, I really, like, bro, I just remember, like, yo, but now M called me, and she told me that, and, bro, I hung up, looked on Twitter, and then was just like, what the fuck? And I was like, well, I'm I'm drinking tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because, so, literally, like, he announced his tour, what, was it, like, two weeks before he Bro, right, I remember, like, that was one of the last tweets or posts. So I had the I had the tickets ready and then he passed away. Which mm. kind of sucks because like the other opportunity I had to see him was during my junior prom and my mom wouldn't let me skip my junior prom to go see him, but I wanted to so bad. Shout out to you going to your junior prom. I only went to my senior one. <laughs> I was ready to bail on this girl so I could go see Mac Miller. Hey yo, that's real. <laughs> look, 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 look. Hey, I love it. Um, last thing I got about this or whatever, um, so of course the three singles for the album or whatever, we got SDS, which debuted on April 22nd to 13, which peaked at number 41 on the Billboard charts, watching movies, which debuted, um, May 25th, 13, which, uh, peaked at 33, and then Goosebumps, which debuted, or excuse me, which peaked at 43, um his album whatever debuted at number three on the u.s billboard hip-hop charts and sold over a hundred and two thousand the first week that's not a bad first week when you look at the guys he went up against that's what i'm saying like i said it was always one of them joints where it's like yo you you see it and you look at it now or whatever but then like you really got to think about Mac in 13 compared to like, I mean, obviously Kanye, but also J. Cole. I mean, right. J, you know what I'm saying? Like that J. Cole, that Born Center was highly anticipated. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He was just coming off the off season, right? No, no, no. Off season was like way, way later. This is coming off of, um, God, wait, wait, what's that? Off? No, no, that's not the off season. That is that's the warm up, right? No, Warm Up was a little bit before that, and that was a mixtape. The album was, um, because you could drop a mixtapes before that and everything. You are thinking of, I'm looking it up, right? Cold World, Sideline Story. Okay, there we go. 
the technical debut or whatever. Also, he had like mixtapes a little bit between in there and everything, which, like I said, all them shits went crazy. I want to say that was before he did um oh, Truly yeah. Yours one and two. There we go. Cause he had the um on his first album he got the song with Drake and that's how I kind of heard about him the in the morning song. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> wait, wait, that was your debut to him? Yes, bro. I don't even want to laugh. I'm just like, maybe it's a North Carolina thing, obviously. You know what I'm saying? I went back and listened to his old mixtapes. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, he's in my top five, so. Hey, not definitely not mad at that one, man. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else or whatever before we go ahead and just fully go in track by track with this album or whatever? And is there anything you could think of before we go ahead and start it off? Nah, bro, I'm ready. All right, bro. I want to hit you with a double decker right here and everything, man. Let's go ahead and start with the intro, the star room. Also, like I said, this is crazy how this started because, like, literally, when me and Will, make sure to check out the episode if you guys, guys have not already. We reviewed the Carter 3 15 years later. Um, I was looking stuff up or whatever, and I was like, oh, shit, it's June this is, you know, I got out. That's that. That's that. This is the J. Cole, Kanye, Mac or whatever release in June or whatever. And, you know, talked a little bit about what you were doing at the time or whatever. Bro, literally, I'm in college about to graduate. Like, I got my degree August of 13. So, like, this whole summer, I'm just bumping all three of these albums or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not to make you feel old, but I was 12. Oh, bro, I was super. <laughs> I am old. I already know. <laughs> like, like I said, there's a there's a line coming up or whatever on matches or whatever where he's like, you know, these days make me look 22. Like I was like, yeah, I was 21 at the time, so I used to be like, <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm about to be 22 on this. <laughs> but um, let's start off with the star room, of course, and whatever. You know, the original OG, and then after we talk about this or whatever, I want to ask a little bit about the OG version that re-released on the 10-year anniversary on streaming, but us real fans already knew about that from his SoundCloud feature and Earl Sweatshirt, but let's start off with the OG, the Star Room or whatever, man. Do you want me to kick this off first, or do you want to go ahead and go in? I'll let you kick it off. Alright, bro. This was... Going back and listening to this joint or whatever, like, it's literally where it was like, okay, certain songs, whatever, I'm just never going to forget. And there's even some joints where it's like, oh, shit, I ain't heard that in a while, but it still just slaps or whatever. But with the Star Room, going back, I, I love how, I mean, it's literally the antithesis. I don't even know if that's a word. I might just came up with something there. But um, it, it's just a great start to the album. I love everything going on between it or whatever. You know, doo, 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 like like that joint or whatever he has going on. Um, Obviously, what we know later to be the delusional Thomas voice. But, like, that wasn't... I don't know if that's necessarily, like, we knew that was at the time and whatever. Just kind of coming in or whatever. Like, you know, like, his conscious in a way or whatever. Or as I call it, like, the dark side. Right. But... Just overall, like, even, like, I mean, I'm going to say this the whole album or whatever, like, the way these transition into the next song is absolutely flawless. And yeah. this was just so insane or whatever. Just, I mean, like I said, like, looking back or whatever, it was great start. And, of course, you know whatever, and we're going to talk about it in a second. I'm going to let you go in first, though. I went back and watched him talking to Billboard about every track or whatever. So your thoughts on the Star Room? Um, So, obviously... Being more of like a like mixtape slash I guess SoundCloud Mac Miller fan for all of like the more unreleased stuff, I do appreciate the OG version more just because I like interesting the, okay I like the um I just like the way 
Mac and Earl Swesher work together and just the way they like vibe off each other, I guess is how I would say it. Right. But like, I don't really have any complaints about the original release we got on this album because, you know, it's a great intro song. And I feel like it tells you a lot about where this album is going to take you mentally. Facts. I can agree like, with you there, because, like, even, I mean, say, if we going back and forth with it, whatever, like, like going back and listening to the OG, like, it had been a while since I had heard, like, you know, the OG version, you know, so I had been on SoundCloud, even, like, going back, because I remember that was the first time I heard Diablo before, obviously, it was on Faces and everything, you know, mm-hmm. so, oh, but, like, yeah. <laughs> even, like, even, like, the lyrics, it's like, I'm still trapped inside my head. Like, it, it just tells you, like, where this album's about to take you on in Mac Miller's mind. Facts, because like, you, you get you get songs, like, literally next, Avion, like, you know bro was tripping when he wrote that song. Oh, bro, dude, I'm gonna say that a lot, of, I'm gonna say that a lot, too. I'm glad it's not just me, bro. I'm just like, yo, bro, bro was bonkers and everything. Before we get off of the storeroom or anything like that or whatever, I gotta ask, because I'll never forget, like, I said it, too. And I showed a lot of people, and it's like it was so dope when this, you know, like the estate, you know, I don't know who's actually in charge of his estate, you know, I want to shout out his family, though, the estate and everything of re releasing this for the 10 year anniversary. But um, I'll never forget listening to that beer, that billboard joint, and they talked about like the turtle documentary and it's syncing with the album. So, like, question, <laughs> how old were you when you found out about that? And I'm going to tell, like, a quick story, because all my homies that are probably listening to this joint or whatever, I'm like, yo, Mook played the fuck out that Turtle shit with the Mac album or whatever, and, like, bro, I'm telling you, I just played it for the homies or whatever for so much or whatever, like, we literally would just, like, just, I mean, I wasn't smoking crazy back then, but, like, just here and there, we might just do some dumb shit, and or just, like, yo, let me just kick it at your crib, let me just, like, maybe light up, or even I'll just light a black or something or whatever, just get a drink and let's just vibe for a while so how old were you and when did you realize whatever like about the turtle dog also if you guys have not known i'm telling you it was our generation's version of what they say about listening to um dark side of the moon by uh pink floyd and then watching the wizard of oz or whatever because i'm telling you like I remember at one point it was literally like taking out from YouTube or whatever. I think it's like copyright shit, but like you could just straight up just watch the whole thing on YouTube or whatever. Like the Mac Miller album fused with this turtle doc. And I mean, every single part of the album, it mixed perfectly. But go ahead, bro. So I was uh, 18. It was 2018 when I had figured out like about it. Uh, 2019, my bad, because I graduated in 19 when I was 18. Yeah. So right. it was like right after graduation when me and my friends were like, obviously big into smoking because we didn't know how often we were going to see each other again so we just wanted to party it up and chill and one night i was like yo you guys gotta watch this they all thought i was crazy because honestly none of my friends are really into mac miller like me but i think they all enjoyed it right it was probably was one of them ones or whatever where like people were kind of just like all right, I don't really know what you're showing me, Mook, but i trust you <laughs> and then they were like oh, wait That's a minute like I, th- I think after a while they were like Yo, this shit's kind of good. They was like, wait, 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 this won't written to this? And I was like, no, no, no. He literally found this off a of web. Like, his boy was so high, and he's just like, hey, yo, have you, have you, have you found this? <laughs> like, like, I'm just trying to imagine, like, how, like, bro, shout out to that homie. That sounds crazy just even going back and thinking about it now. The only thing I can compare it to is there's a Calvin Harris music video with a bunch of trippy-ass lights and, like, a toucan in it. And you just watch that shit on silent when you're high as shit. And that's what it feels like, basically. Random ass thought, but that's kind of like what I can compare it to. Just some trippy shit like that. 
Hey, you might need to shoot me that later then, because I'm like, that sounds crazy. I got to find out. I, I think it might be Slide, but I'm not sure. I love Slide. I ain't going to hold you. That's a good song. <sighs> so I'm trying to think, is there anything? I think we got everything with the Star Room or whatever. Is there anything else that you got, bro, before we get on to track two, Avion? Nope. Alright, bro. This is one of them ones or whatever. I remember like just listening to, and of course, when the video dropped later on, I was like, "Oh, not this man!" <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's a lot of like just religious things in here or whatever, where you're like, "Yo, what is bro talking about or whatever?" But and like I said, it's so many little stuff we can like you know pick up and go down whatever on most of this album or whatever. But like you know, <laughs> I always and I sound terrible about it, but every time I hear. You know, um, the whole joint about sorry for uh, sorry for that blind joke, man. That was just rude. Like I'm just like it makes me laugh every time or whatever. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, bro, well, how trippy was my man going this joint? Bro said I'm pissed off like a blind person looking for the restroom. <laughs> and, and like I said, it's just sorry. Like he's just having fun. He's honestly just like rapping, just like vibing his ass off. I don't want to say this is my favorite song off the album, but it's one of my favorites. It's so good. It's just a bunch of random words together. But, like, when you listen to it, it makes sense. There's just, I don't know. There's something about this song that I just really relate to. It's just, like, like, bro, I remember it was just one of the ones or whatever it was. I mean, even the beat just comes in so cool. Like, with just don't, 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 Which, I mean, he produced this one, correct? I believe so. Like, I don't have every single one just off the top of my head or whatever. I don't even want to just make it, you know, look it up where it's like, oh, well, this beat was produced by this guy. This, you know, like, it's going to turn into a whole other, you know, that's why y'all go to, like, freaking Zane Lowe and all them guys or whatever. Y'all come to Moot, got, Moot the vibe. But, like, nah, this is, Avion is one of them ones or whatever where, like, bro, this is also one of them joints I remember just playing in my truck back in the day and driving my people being like, what the hell is my man's over there listening to? <laughs> I know for a fact he helped write this song. I just don't know if he fully produced it. But I'm I'm pretty positive he produced almost every song on this album. Yeah, he produced a lot of these and everything. I know, like, we got the little ones or whatever. Like, of course, SDS or whatever coming up by Flying Lotus. Uh, there's um, Chuck English or whatever on G's. There's no I was it no ID or whatever coming up a little bit later. Just you know, just certain joints. But like he, I mean, I remember he was like talking about it or whatever. He he loved the fact that he even said it. He was like he was kind of nervous about his own production or whatever for his album. But like you know, I I think like you know it that's that was just him. I mean, obviously the shit we talk about with like you and. You know, I feel like he delus- He probably produced most of Delusional Thomas or whatever. In fact, he did have that range to do both. Right. So, yeah, man, love Avion or whatever. I mean, you're not going to find a truck up here I don't love or whatever for its own, like, individual thing or whatever. But anything else on Avion before we go ahead and get into I'm Not Real featuring, of course, one Earl Sweatshirt? That's all I got. So, this record, man. <laughs> More more delusional Thomas voice or whatever, you know what I'm saying? We really don't know that he's out here. Like, I mean, we don't obviously know it's delusional Thomas voice in the moment, but you know, just he's spitting his ass off or whatever, and then just Earl on the hook. I'll never forget like listening to you ever heard of Dead in Hip Hop? Yes. 
I remember this was like I listened to them like early like 2012 or whatever. So by the time this drop or whatever, like whenever some new shit would drop, I'm like I want to hear their thoughts on it. And I remember like they were upset about this in particular because they were expecting like an Earl verse. So like Earl just kind of on the hook compared to like a lot of other people on this shit got a verse or whatever. They were right. just like, uh, is that like the new thing or whatever? Because I even remember like Cole on the same joint on my favorite shit on that uh, record or whatever. Like Kendrick's on the track or whatever. He's only on the hook. You know what I'm saying? And like they were like, yo, is that like the new thing? Like you get the dope rapper or whatever, but you don't even let him write. We just put him on the hook. And I was like, I mean, I feel like Earl was just needed for what he did or whatever. I mean, if he did have, if he did have a verse, that would have slapped too. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just feel like this song for what it was and everything. And you know, Max talked about it plenty of times where he was like, he was just vibing with the homies and. You know, he was like, yo, why not look at him on the album or whatever? But, like, no, nah, I rock with everything, but I'm not real. Right, no, that that's, like, the main thing about Mac that you hear about from literally anybody that he's worked with or anybody that's respected him. Whenever they were in the studio together, it was always a vibe, and it was always whatever the other guy wanted to do, not what Mac Miller wanted to do, even when it was working on Mac Miller's album. So it kind of just feels to me more like this is kind of what Earl wanted to do, and that's what they went with. Can, can I ask you this or whatever, bro? I didn't know how deep it was going to be until we got into, the, like, just this subject in particular or whatever. But, like, I always make the joke or whatever. And I was saying this shit way before he passed away and everything, unfortunately. So, I mean, a lot of people can vouch me on this or whatever. I know you believe me off real, but, like, I always said if you realize there's certain people or whatever where it's like, you know, and, like, M always has that thing, too, where, like, some people are like, yo, he's the best or whatever, but like, there's other people where, like, you know, whatever, and there's some people or whatever, and I even say, you know, MGK is, like, a mixed bag, you know, I never was really, like, a big g Easy guy or whatever, I felt like I, at least me personally, me personally, there were some people who, like, I don't really know about Mac or whatever, but, like, Mac never got that, oh, another white rapper or, yo, know, culture vulture or any of that shit or whatever. Like, everyone loved and respected. Even I always say, even say love. I don't even want to use the word respect. Everyone fucking loved Mac. Everybody. Bro, had he had Jay-Z tweeting about him. <laughs> like, That's I mean, even like, we're going to talk about on some tracks later or whatever. I'm still upset that, like, I mean, it's, it's a lot of features up here where I'm like, yo, I, I'm like, like I said, I'm going to talk about it a little bit later on. I want to spoil it for when we get there. But I'm just like, it, it's, it, it's so sad to even think about because he still had so much shit he would have done. You know, it, it really hurts, honestly. Look at that I, retrospect, obviously. I think the thing that makes me the saddest is the album Him and Thundercat we're about finished with that thundercat said he'll never release now which i get why thundercat wouldn't release it but like it's just sad that i'll never be able to hear that see now nah, that's one of them ones or whatever like too we're gonna talk about like you know mac hippie and of course you know like schoolboy was taking bag absol obviously whatever those two i mean everybody and everything over there at the tde camp and even you know I, like i'm gonna talk about a little bit later with another artist or whatever of course earl you know which yo i still say like the joint <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, we one day one day me and you gonna talk about faces because I'm telling you, I think that might be my favorite straight up straight up body of work. Like I mean this at least I mean this is a technical studio album, but like faces, I truly I don't think there's any skips on that shit. Like I think that man was in his bag of faces and it, like nothing missed. <laughs> like but see, but you can't talk about like that with me because I'll tell you there isn't a single skip on any Mac Miller album, mixtape, whatever. Hey, I, I, I ain't mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I literally don't have one skip song I skip on pretty much anything. 
especially with this album, that's it's gonna be so hard for him to be like, yo, this is my favorite song. Hey, right now, no, no, like this, because I tell you, like, I mean, obviously we're gonna talk about that at the end and everything. We get to like final ratings, but like, bro, this is literally the joint where I told you, like, I was kind of like, yo, I like Mac with what he's doing, but like, I just felt like he was going a little bit too bubblegum pop. But then, like, even like, you know, he talks about it on the show. He was like, you know, this shit was so depressing and sad. But at the time, I was like, no, 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 no. I like what you're doing here. <laughs> like, I was like, what do people talk about? I mean, I, I get some people might say this shit's sad. I'm like, some, if you say sad, cool. But I thought he was rapping. Like, fuck that. Dude, he was just talking about life. So, anything else, bro, before we go ahead and get into track four, SDS, a.k.a. somebody do something. Nah. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. When this first came or whatever, it wasn't one of them ones where I was like, oh, you know, like, like, for example, I was like, because remember, this was the first single. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really know what I think about this, but at the same time, so I was like, he's rapping his ass off. Like, he is rapping, so I, I like this, you know what I'm saying? It was one of the ones later on or whatever, I was like, oh, no, 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 I fucking love SDS or whatever. Looking back, the video was fucking hilarious. It was classic Mac or whatever, especially that era, and great single you need something or whatever you know kind of just get the people right or whatever and definitely still fucking age gratefully or whatever and flying lotus man i mean i haven't heard about flying or not about i haven't heard a lot of flying lotus in a while or whatever but i just i mean just going back to this or whatever this is incredibly dope or whatever your thoughts on sds this is one of those songs that honestly when i first really started dissecting this album for what it was it wasn't one of my favorites, but like the more I listen to it, the more it's grown on me. And has right. Probably in my there's because there's 19 songs on this album, 20 if you include Thanks. the OG. So I'd say it's in the top half. I'd say it's in top 10 of this album. Let me ask you this or whatever, because I feel like there's certain shits or whatever, and like I never really exactly do it, kind of like, and I know I think it was like Lupe on the Murals album or whatever. Murals? It may be Murals album or whatever, where like he literally had like. <laughs> Shits where he kind of based the album on like four different seasons, and you can and like he like literally it's kind of like like the the winter tracks were more like gritty and shit because it's cold outside. The summer tracks were more poppy because obviously you know like kind of shit like that or whatever, right? Like I feel like this album or whatever, like I said, it's like I said, it's I mean it's great sequenced and everything, but of course it's just like it's certain little parts where it's like the first three go together. You know, SDS, Burkhall, matches or whatever, they go together. And then obviously, you know, I am who I am or whatever, objects in the mirror, red dot or whatever. Like, just like, like, like the first nine are like, honestly, just section so great because like they just complete each other. Can you know what I'm saying? You go know what I'm saying there? Yeah, I agree. Um, it's just I'll, I've always just kind of looked at him like, yo, like, obviously, I mean, it's one great body of work overall, of course. But like, dude, just man's was not playing games on this shit. I just feel like I don't, I don't know. It's probably because it's not a dig to like any like rapper or artist. But like, usually the songs that are singles are usually not my favorite songs off the albums. 100 percent it's more for like the, the 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 person you're trying to make a fan compared to like you know yes. us diehards yes so like i get why this would be your first single to be like yo this kid can spit like he knows what he's doing on a mic and it's it's more of like i feel like sds is one of those tracks where it's kind of like 
because you know him being mac being a white rapper they're always going to be people calling him shady comparing him to eminem right that's, that's part of the nature of it and i feel like sds kind of proves like listen i'm not eminem i'm mac miller also like the fact that like he never even I don't even want to use the word straight away. It wasn't anything of like trying to be like, oh, well, you know, I got to deal with this. I got to deal with that or whatever. It's just like, yeah, I'm just kind of going to do me or whatever. And if you want to do this, OK, cool. But I mean, even off rip, bro, I'll, <laughs> I got to ask this now that I'm thinking about it or whatever. I remember one of my first time actually seeing Mac or whatever was the um, the kid Frankie video with Wiz Khalifa where he just pops up in the studio, or whatever, just hits the bong and they just all laugh at him, whatever. Cause like that shit was super crazy. He's like, Holy fuck. I'm high. <laughs> like that shit was I've so dope. That. I've seen that shit. But no, uh, go ahead. Like, uh, this is how into Mac Miller I am. Like I watched the most dope family TV show on MTV and shit. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, same. Yeah. So that, that's kind of like, I don't know. That's the main reason why, like, it's tough to talk about his death, because when you watch all that shit, you watch all the interviews, you listen to the lyrics, it deadass feels like you lost somebody you know, but you didn't. Like, if if this dude just knew how much his music saved me and so many other people, it'd be insane. Right, you want something about making somebody cry early or whatever. I mean, shit, I didn't think he was going to get into it this deep. Look, we already here now. I'm going to say this or whatever before we go ahead and get into track five, Bird Call. Um... Bro, it was literally one of them joints or whatever where, like I told you, like, I remember what I was doing and everything when the, you know, I was told it happened. And I remember when we recorded, you know, the episode or whatever, and, like, he he was gone and we was just like, dude, he literally was just, like, just a chill at, like, it was one of the ones where he was like, I'm just enjoying life. And it really just sucked, honestly, more than anything. You know? And I don't know. I don't like to get like all like crazy into like what if scenarios, but like there's just of course the lyrics he has where it like foreshadows he knew what was gonna happen. Oh my god, bro! I, I said that same fucking shit or whatever, and that shit kind of made me even sadder. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, it's tough because like not to get too off like topic or anything, but like on brand right. name Good AM, like he talks about not mixing it with the funny stuff, and that's exactly what happened. Right. Just crazy. <sighs> It's, it's it's truly insane, bro. Um, let's go ahead and get in the bird call or whatever. Or as I like to start off this track, quack quack. <laughs> <laughs> I just love he wasn't here just rapping his ass off. He you know I chill and smoke a weed, watching watching World Star, you know. And I'm just like, oh my god, man. Oh, I will never get over just being like in college or whatever, wilding out. Like I said, Mac was even like he was trying to just hit you with some like depth defy. You've never heard these type of bars before or whatever. But, bro, this is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't like I even like I said, even re listening to this or whatever, as always or whatever, because it's always been in rotation. But still, every time I hear have your little brother ask your mom what a pussy is and then followed by. It's a conference doing black is nothing. You broke your girl pussy smell like sour cream and onion makes me laugh so hard and it shouldn't, but it's so like like it like I don't even want to use the words juvenile, but it's so fucking stupid. And I always say I'm like, if this is anybody else but Mac Miller, this shit would be the funniest and or people would be like, What the fuck? But like with him, it was just like, no, this is just him. And like I, I like that. Go ahead. Without trying to get like too vile or anything, I know you'll know what I'm talking about. Right. Like, the Mila Kunis bar in this rap is hilarious. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
if you guys don't know, man, I'm telling y'all like, no, Mac was like just rhyming on this shit or whatever. It's just one of those songs where it's like, it, it's the mix of him being a professional rapper, I guess is what you could call it. Right. Well, while him also being like the frat boy rapper. See, I, but I even felt like it, even here and whatever, it was way more cooler. I don't know if it was the beat or just like the the tone compared to like, bro. And I mean, honestly, I'm gonna tell you what, like, cause I always tell people this too when they're like, I was like, yo, I just really like Mac, like frat boy Mac was really starting to get to me. Honestly, bro, like just that, what was the whole shit like best, like best they ever mixtape? I maybe I need to go back and re-listen to it now. I hated that shit and like just re-listens or whatever. Like, bro, wear my hat. I don't think I've heard since maybe like 20, whenever it dropped or whatever. Like that shit was everywhere. And I was like, bro, miss bro. me. Looking back now, I'm like, I get what he had to do with that record or whatever. Like, and also I'm like, maybe that wasn't one of them joints for us or whatever. That was for more for the women or whatever. But I'm just like, I, I, I despise that song. I was like, what the fuck's happening here? Nah, dude, if you're going to go back, listen to Down the Rabbit Hole. Off Best Day Ever. That I, song, I'll, see, I'll check that out. I'll check that out. That song is that's a that's a good song. Probably my favorite song off that mixtape. Um, but no, nah, Bird Call was incredible or whatever. Um, this is not my favorite track or whatever, but like it is one where I like I literally go back and everything because like yo Mac and Ab Soul is one of my favorite combinations or whatever, even over Mac and Schoolboy. Really. Mac Schoolboy got some shit too. Don't get me wrong or whatever, but I mean, even like on um um hundred million on Mac on Absol's album, whatever you know, just Mac on the hook or whatever you know. <laughs> Woke up, Murdy, fuck the bad bitch, first dumb son. Then I, you know, that joint, you know, like that, like that shit was just crazy or whatever. I mean, even though Schoolboy is on that shit, I mean, I feel like that is a perfect song. Not, I know some people like, oh wait, that that's the joint or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 not even just perfect because it is like the best song ever. It's perfect because like just everything they're talking about or whatever. It's like, yo, dude, if you woke up on some college drunk frat shit or anything or whatever, not even just frat, just anything, and you hear that song, whatever, you know, just you understand what the fuck they were going through on that song. Matches, Soul spit his ass off, Max spit his ass off, I thought the beat was absolutely phenomenal, I mean, I, I really just love this journal or whatever, and I even, like, what was funny or whatever, bro, like I said, I realized, oh shit, this joint turned 10, and I was listening to it that morning, and then, like, the next day or whatever, like I said, his estate dropped, you know, the 10 year anniversary or whatever. And I was like, oh, no, that's a sign. And then that's when I hit you up or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Matches or whatever. Because I was like, I just need something I kind of want to just vibe to this morning. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, Matches is that shit. I was just like 13 year old me just bump in. If you 18 years or older. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. bro. This album made me feel like so much older than I actually was. Just like with all the like crazy ass shit Max said, all the lyrics. Just, I don't know, the maturity of this album is interesting to me. Because you're right, like, everything prior to this had been, besides Macadelic, had been that frat boy stuff. And this was mm -hmm. just a mature album. Or, like, even before that, because, I mean, you know, he's rapping his ass. I mean, he has his little moments on fucking kids or whatever, but he's, he's some shit he's rapping his ass off. Like, bro, mm -hmm. I know you remember fucking 82 and 92. Yep. Bro, 
That yep. shit still slaps. I was like, oh hell no. Nah. Like I love that. See, that's the Mac. I was like, nah, nah I, 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 this is the Mac I wanted right there. Um, let me go back because I lost my train of thought. Are oh, you good? We we were talking just matches, all this shit, everything happening at the time, and all this stuff. It's just I don't know this this album just man. Looking back, literally I could be having a bad day, I could be having a good day, and I'd still find a way to listen to this album. Hey, bro, one hundred percent there or whatever. Um, anything before we go ahead and get into. I am who I am, aka Killing Time, featuring what's her name, Nikki. I don't even want to click on it because my joint gonna fucking start playing or whatever. I just remember like hearing this the first time or whatever, and I was like, "Oh shit, what is this man's doing?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like. Like, um, Nikki Randa, excuse me, okay, there we go. But, like, no, I was just like, you know, no, no, like, this shit is crazy. Like, and even going back and listening to the joint, you know, he talks about like just falling asleep in the studio, waking up, and this was the first thing he heard. And he was like, oh, I gotta write, I, I, I'm feeling something right here, whatever. Like, kind of like what I was talking about with you in pre production, where it's like, yo, like, I just kind of felt something, and I'm like, yo, just jump in there, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Nikki Randa is, and I need to maybe go look up some stuff or whatever. She bodied this hook. Bro, Mac. Yeah, Mac won't play on this or whatever. That's all I gotta say, whatever. I mean, it's just so many bars or whatever on top of just like, even even like her vocals in the background, just ah, 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 like just the whole time is insane. This is another one of those songs that when I was first listening to this album, I wasn't really getting down with. And honestly, you wanna know when I started actually like listen like getting deep into this song? So I was listening to this album, well, the 10th anniversary last night, and I was like, yo, why is this song better than I used to think it was? Bro, right? It's one of the ones where, like, you just, you, you go back, remember, you're like, wait a minute. Like, at the time, whatever, I'm just like, I mean, obviously R&B or whatever, but I'm not super, super, super big in the R- well, I've always been a big, been the R&B dude or whatever, but, like, just, I thought she just really, her and Mac just worked great together or whatever with this or whatever. Agreed. Like, it's just, and even at the end or whatever, when he kind of gets into his joint or whatever, and I was talking with my boys about this or whatever recently, you know, he just kind of gets into his, you know, his little da 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 da. Like, just kind of, like, he has that going on in the background while he's talking about just like, you know, the old school days and being in love with a woman. I'm like, it's little shit like that or whatever, even interluding into the next track or whatever. Obviously, we're going to get into objects in the mirror or whatever. I remember this is the joint where, like, the turtle already had gotten in the ocean or whatever. (laughs) And obviously, in objects in the mirror or whatever, the turtle, I can't I think he almost got caught by, like, a fisherman or some shit. And he had the fucking little, like, plastic shit, like, the little uh, soda can joint wrapped around his neck. Guys, do not fucking litter at the beach, you bastards. But, like, bro, I remember just listening, like, when I said, we're going to get into objects in the mirror, and then, like, once you watch the turtle video, it makes it even sadder. You're like, what the fuck? Is my turtle about to die here? Right. <laughs> like, see, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything. The last thing I got, I guess, on this track is, you know, even just a little joint or whatever, like, and it's so deep, like you say, even just looking back now, you're like, holy shit. When he was like, you know, da da da, da whatever, it's just killing time, and then you hear the gunshot. 
like just the little stuff with like ad libs and just background vocals or whatever he had going on here was absolutely insane and amazing. I agree. You keep you keep taking like all everything that I, I really like. Hey, bro, I'll, I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. Nah, you just, good, bro. It's you just good, so bro. much where I'm just like, bro. Like I said, I was I really I, I listened the other night. I listened freaking like earlier today at work or whatever, and I was like, oh my god, like. And this like even a lot of just was popping back in my head where I'm like, and it wasn't even one of them joints where it's like, yo, I haven't listened to this album since or whatever. Like, I just sporadically am just like, yo, watching movies. You know, hey, yo, faces. Like when they put faces on stream, and I was like, this is for me. Right. Especially since um I think we talked about it with whatever one of the homies. Uh Spinrilla is officially just like gone. So I don't even know how the fuck I can go back and listen to old Mac mixtapes or whatever. Maybe uh uh, Dad Piff? I have no, to fucking we download. Remember, we were talking about this over the weekend. I told you, Dad Piff is gone too. Oh God. Oh, well, I'm fucked, man. I guess. I guess you I'm stuck after going YouTube. <laughs> you probably don't remember that now that I say that. No, I do. I do. But also, I mean, hey, bro, I was gone Friday, respectfully. <laughs> nah, bro. Literally, I was on Dad Piff. Well, trying to go on Dad Piff Friday afternoon, trying to download it on my phone. The app wouldn't work, so I like went on Google, and it's just gone. Damn, it's probably on SoundCloud, maybe. Yeah, it's just gone. I don't get it. SoundCloud's still there or whatever. I, know, I don't. Yeah, I used to use Spinrilla, and I was just like, look, and that shit's just like, yeah, you're not online, and I'm like, um, I'm on Wi-Fi. What are we doing? Tomorrow, I'm not online. <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, objects in the mirror, bro. I mean, just you just. You hitting I, track eight. Yeah. My favorite track on this album. Oh my god. Talk to us, bro. Talk uh, you start this off. You start this off, bro. Well, first of all, this song is written by one of the best rap R and B writers out there and Mac Miller, because obviously you got Pharrell that wrote this song with him. And you can just see a lot of like the Pharrell tones in this song just with like the love language and the way that the words come out and I don't know. It might be the hopeless romantic in me, but I just absolutely love this song. Like the first bar, people love you when they on your mind. A thought is love's currency. That just hits. Nah, I don't know. Bro. Don't I let don't nobody know. tell you anything differently or whatever. That was that that's a fucking bar. This this is literally probably a top three max song to me. It even I love and I respect that or whatever. Like, can I, can I ask you this or whatever? I mean, obviously, like I said, I'm a lot older and everything. I don't know if you grew up on like R and B like I did and everything. Of course, me and my boy joke all the time now of like the reason why people don't rock with. I didn't even say 2000s R and B because it has its own little certain staple. But the reason why people always go back to 90s R and B is like, and we make the joke of. R&B was better when people were like just begging for your love. Like Max over here, literally. I mean, he's not begging, but he's like, "What do you gotta make it to the top? And what do you gotta make the philistine? And like, he, like you, he's literally, it just feels like he's like, "Yo, how do you make this shit stop for me? Like, just go, you know? Like, I mean, you, you felt him on this record, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I can't do you any better, guys. If you've not heard the fucking record, go listen to the freaking record. I mean, but just he literally, I mean, and even the hook or whatever, like, I even like the way, like, he was doing his voice on the beat of, I wish they were going to be free, though, baby, you and me, free, yeah. cut. Like, just, just even, bro, 
And that's I, like, I'm gonna tell you like, this. So I'm gonna go, you go ahead first. You go ahead first. I'm gonna, then I got I got something after that. Go ahead. And like with the whole like, uh, voice manipulation thing, there is right. I kind of feel like that's the inspiration he took from Pharrell because it kind of right, Pharrell. right. You hit that right on the head, bro. Because I was literally about to say that same thing. I'll never forget this shit. It's kind of like a shit I took from Tyler, and I'm gonna obviously talk about Tyler a little bit later on, or whatever, and ask your thoughts on him when we get to that track, but. When you mentioned that about Pharrell, because I mean, I always saw that Pharrell was up here, but I never knew what track. But now you've actually put me on game. I, I mean, to know this now, this makes way more sense. But what you said about that or whatever, I'm trying to remember exactly when Max straight up just kind of started singing a little bit. I mean, obviously you, but you know, that's a different genre, obviously. But I remember hearing Tyler on like an old interview way, way, way back in the day. And he was like, he, did he was always it. conscious about singing or whatever. And then he's like talking to Pharrell, and he was like, I can't sing. And Pharrell was like, shit, I can't sing either or whatever. Just do that shit. And like, it made me think, like, Mac, you've been on this or whatever. It was like, yo, just do what you're going to do. Like, people ain't going to shit on you. I mean, they, they, they feel you, and you feel him on this record. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying, like, he, he sang on Kids a little bit, too. Uh, Poppy, he sang on that. He sang on A. So he okay. has been playing for a while. Like you put me on with shit, bro. I didn't know all this and everything. I'm just, yo, hell yeah. Yeah. He's been singing a little bit. It's just like he started doing it more. I think he got comfortable doing watching movies with the sound off, and then you hear it more on Good AM, and then obviously the whole Divine Feminine is just him singing pretty much. I'm going to say this real, qu- real quick about the Divine Feminine or whatever, bro. Um, How old were you when that dropped? Was that 15? Was it, no, excuse me. That was 16, 17. Was it, it? it dropped in 16, so I was 15. Bro. So when I, that dropped in 16, um, like I said, this was Max Sober by this point. And I had just moved into my first apartment. And I was out here wilding my ass off every fucking weekend. So, like, that was one of those albums I didn't really appreciate, sadly, until he died. Like, I didn't like certain tracks. Don't get me wrong. But it was one of them ones or whatever until, like, I went back and really, truly re-listened to where I was like, okay, now I understand. Because at the time, I was like, yo, fam, I'm out here trying to get with anything. Like, not anything. I'm trying, I'm out here wilding in these streets. Like, right. I'm not trying to hear this man talk about, like, yo, I'm in love with this one person. And, I mean, even though I say, yo, like, yo, the Ariana Grande shit on that journal or whatever is still fucking just absolutely my jam. Oh, my but, favorite like, part? Yes! <laughs> I love that record, bro. bro There's a lot of joints up there too. I went back and I'm like, yo, no, no, no. Like, bro was slapping. Like, um, that album, I'm playing that goddamn. I'm like, my Jesus. That album has my favorite Mac Miller collab, actually. That song We with CeeLo Green. I love that song. That was truly underrated, honestly. Dude, CeeLo was underrated, in my opinion. Like, yeah, he has like obviously the mainstream FU song, but like he has some classics. I really got to ask this sort of, I'm not trying to disrespect you or whatever. Like, you say he's underrated and everything. Did you go back and listen to Dungeon Family stuff? Yes. Hey, yo, y'all heard it right there, bro. Tim certified, baby. He knows what the fuck we talking about Dungeon Family, baby. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Dude. Uh, go ahead. I just, I don't know. I love music, man. Hey, but that's why I'm glad I brought you on, man. Like I said, like, literally one of our first conversations, obviously, outside of baseball was just music. And, I mean, obviously, Mac in particular, but just, you're like, nah, I got, like, a wider range of just music I fuck with. And I was like, I love that. Because, I mean, I feel like people just think, oh, I just do hip-hop or whatever. And people, I mean, like, the real ones that let me know, like, R&B is obviously my first love. 
Like, I know a lot of rock shit that people are just like, how in the hell would you or do you know this? And I'm like, hey, bro, I, bro. I listen to a lot of stuff now. I feel like the only thing I really just truly don't tap into is, like, country, but that's for another day. Bro, Mook, nah. <laughs> the time I mentioned Big L, you, you were treating me like I was Nardwar. You were like, how the hell you know about Oh, bro, no, no. I was, I was legit. No, bro, bro. Like, for example, I didn't know you was as young as you was, but I was like... I mean, no offense. Now that I know you up north, I'm like, okay, this makes a little bit more sense. But at the time, I was like, what the hell this white boy know about Big L? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My, my, my apologies. No words to check. I wasn't familiar with your craft. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, bro, hit, bro hit me like I was Nardwar. Hey, yo, big shout out Nardwar or whatever, bro. Doing, doing the God's work out here, honestly. Oh. Um, Anything before we go ahead and get into track nine, I would say more, a little bit halfway through the album, whatever, Red Dot Music featuring my guy, Bronsolino, a.k.a. Action Bronson. I was so excited for this shit, bro. I literally remember tweeting out two of my favorite white rappers on the same record. <laughs> Honestly, uh, this song kind of put me on to Action Bronson. I was not familiar with his you game. Know- I'm glad you mentioned that because I was like, I don't want to disrespect you, Tim, but I was going to ask. I'm like, hey, did you know who Bronson was before this? No, I That's did not. That's a funny story. I did not. I will give you some old, like, well, like I said, we got to figure out how you can listen to old mixtapes or whatever. I will go back and send you some old Bronson around this same era because, like, Bronson around this time or whatever, like I said, and even like you hear it on the verse or whatever, his whole shit was kind of just like cool ass bars on top of like random sports reference and that was him in a nutshell you know who he kind of reminds me of like just like his voice and the way he raps say it say it he reminds me of fat joe do you know the person they always say he sounds like who ghostface that that also checks like ghostface legit has a like interview somewhere when he was like yo i was listening to bronx and i was like yo is this me <laughs> like they're like yo like he sounds just like him whatever even like like the stupid kind of you know what i'm saying like he was i mean well obviously I mean, it's, it's queens it's new york it's just you know it's all that same joint or whatever but let's like i like everything mac was doing or whatever i mean bro like i said at one point i thought this would have been my favorite track and took but we have not got there yet bro I am big for a cool little sample on a fucking record. I don't know where this. I don't know where that comes from, but that shit. I mean, bro. And then them just rapping their fucking asses off or whatever before we get to part two with this joint. Talk to me about this, bro. Your thoughts. Um. So I just like the first time I heard the song, I had to play it back like three times when I heard action Bronson's verse, just to make sure I heard him right about the baby thing. <laughs> I, I was like, There's no way this dude just said that. Bro. Yeah. That's look, that's Bronson in the nutshell. Like, even though I fixed the game between Kentucky and Miami, of Ohio. Like, like that's just, like I said, it's, it's literally just like, if I, if I went back and send you old shit now, you'd be like, Oh no, 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 this makes sense. Like his whole fucking bars are just like, just, just, I mean, because, you know, he used to be, I mean, obviously everyone knows he used to be a chef now, whatever, and, mm-hmm. you know, all that shit or whatever, like, he was just like a cool-ass dude from New York just rapping about, like, yo, I smoke weed, I cook, and, yo, the Knicks played fucking Supersonics and went into two overtimes, you know? <laughs> Bro got the Jay Buchner reference on here, too. Bars. But yeah, no, honestly, this kind of put me on to Action Bronson. I, I'm not going to lie and say I listen to him much, but 
I have dabbled into more. I know he has a song with uh, Chance the Rapper that I actually really like. <laughs> that one, that record was good. That why you gotta do me like that? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Baby Blue. Yeah, that was that was on the album. That was on the album. Like, bro, so, like that album was actually kind of fire. Well, not kind of. That album was fire as fuck too. But like, nah, like Bronson mixtapes or whatever. Like fucking Blue Chips one and two and Rare Chandeliers. Like that's right around this same era when this album dropped. Like, bro, like nah. Bronzolino was going insane or whatever. See, I was like, I didn't know if I was gonna have to ask you if you knew who Ashton Bronson was, but I also kind of thought in this way too. Is Bron? I don't think Bronson. The same people that listen to Bronson don't necessarily listen to Mac. And I was, I feel like that's more of like a New York kind of boom bat, like backpacker shit compared yeah. to ever. So, but the one I really was like, no, 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 I ain't trying to disrespect him. Or whatever, but I'm gonna have to ask him one, you know, crazy shit. <laughs> On the end of this, before we get into the next record or whatever, of course, had you ever heard of Loaded Lux? I gotta know this, bro. Um, no. Did you go back and listen to any Loaded Lux prior to this? I have not, but looking at... Give me give me your first initial thoughts on hearing this for the first time and then obviously re-listening or whatever as an adult. Um... Or as I like to say, you was easy, Mac, with the cheesy raps. Who the fuck is Mac Miller? Yeah, His name dude, says. <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly, until you just told me that right now, I had no clue who the hell that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loaded Lux. Okay. But I'm looking at his discography right now. He's got a song yes. with Fiasco, so I'm gonna have to check that one out. Yeah, so 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 I'm I'm, I'm gonna let you I'm like I'm, I'm gonna just jump in real quick or whatever. So Luke, so Loaded Lux, I knew him a little bit before he fully went like I ain't gonna even say he is this is super underground. So even I remember like like and also I I hate the fact of like days where people aren't featured on stuff. Loaded Lux obviously is a battle rapper, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So the thought of like him just coming in and just dissing Mac is fucking hilarious or whatever. And just going in or whatever, you know, you know, just talking about all this or whatever, you know, you know, like you're a white boy, you're a rapper or whatever. Who are you or whatever? Da, 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 da. You know, just like kind of frying him or whatever. I know Mac was in here like probably just loving that shit because like like Lux was known for if you remember the old school one of sister part days when they used to do battle rap shit. He got to start from there. And then he's like one of the gods of battle rap or whatever. Okay. So for Mac to get him around this time, this is when he, like Lux is even getting into the peak of his powers. And the last thing I'm going to say about this or whatever, and it's going to be the perfect transition on top of like we saying in a million times of Max transition with these freaking songs from one to another. I liked you better when you was easy Mac with the cheesy raps. Who the fuck is Mac Miller? And then you go into track 10 B's featuring Schoolboy Q. Uh ignorant ass white kid like that's crazy bro right. so you go ahead and start off B- g's wars bro uh i don't even know like where to start like i, <laughs> I love the video boy, the video was great schoolboy q doesn't miss oxymoron is one of my favorite rap albums ever um the fact that him and mac miller were so close and like all the videos i've seen of them together is just hilarious i ain't lie that was one of the most that was the more sadder videos or whatever like the schoolboy's reaction when he found out right that one really kind of fucked me up because, like, you know, schoolboy is straight gangsta. I'm like, damn. <laughs> but uh, we never got I, our Mac Hickey, our Mac Mac Hippie fucking mixtape and or album. I mean, it was never gonna be a fucking album, but like, I still need a fucking Mac Hippie mixtape. God bless. Uh, Jesus is in my top three songs on this album, pretty easily. Love it. Literally, my top three 
or objects in the mirror. This is in order. Objects in the mirror, G's, and then the track we'll talk about after G's. Okay, okay. But I'm yeah. gonna just say on G's, bro. They were both rapping their fucking asses off, whatever. Like, I mean, and even like you know, shots is Chuck English or whatever. One's half of the cool kids. Do you remember the cool kids? Yes. Hell yeah. So I didn't even know Chuck would like produce this joint until I heard Matt talk about it or whatever. But like I was like, okay, nah, this is big fire. This is hard. All this joint. It, honestly, and, this, this song gives me like oxymoron vibes. Re- Yo, I'm glad you said that. It really before, does sound like. It was like obviously this came out before oxymoron, but like, right. This this kind of gave me an idea of like. I mean, is Matt will, is Matt a producer on that album? Respectfully. I think I think he is. I'm not 100% sure, and I don't want to be wrong about it. Right, right, right. But I, I think he is. Because now that you say it or whatever, I used to always joke or whatever, and I mean, you can go back and confirm it or whatever, like, there was the running joke of, like, for example, um, Drake and Rihanna would do a track, right? Mm-hmm. And Rihanna would get the A-side because she was the pop star, and Drake, like, he, like, she would get, you know, work, you know? Yeah. But then, like, the B-side... We're going Drake's album, and that's when we got "I'm Too Good for You," "I'm Just Too Good," for, like that, like that record or whatever. And I was like, "Yo, Loki, I feel like I mean they were just so close, like so much close homies or whatever." It was just like, "Hey, you know, oxymoron, or like whatever, da 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 da, blah blah." I mean, like, but no, I I feel that same energy. I mean, if if it's not up there, or whatever, I didn't even sound like, "Yo, we sound crazy." I mean, it sounds like some shit around that same era. Um, he did not produce on that album. Interesting. You want to know who he did produce for in 2014, though? Hit me. SZA. What record? Um, let me go back. I just had it. Cause I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I mean, like when people say when people like. Got on SZA a while back or whatever. I was like, y'all real ones don't know. I was on SZA in 2014. <laughs> I was listening to Z like it was going on a fucking style, bro. It was on Z. He produced Year and Warm Minds. <sighs> Warm Minds is the fucking track with Isaiah Rashad, correct? Yes. Bro, yeah, bro. All, right, all I'm going to tell you is, if you haven't listened to Z, hey. There's a reason why people say like him and Isaiah, excuse me, Isaiah Rashad and SZA should have did like a collab album. Like they just they flow perfectly together. They just truly do. Dude, speaking of Mac producing, like Stolen Youth, one of my favorite mixtapes ever. Vince Staples went in. I'm have to go back and check that. Honestly, I got a, I got a Vince thought. Like, well, fuck, I'll go ahead and say it now. Whatever. Um. Because Mac produced that whole thing. See, I didn't know that. You devil, you definitely gotta send me that shit now. Whatever. Um, him, him and him and Vince on Rain. I thought that shit was fucking insane. Dude, there's just so like, like it's difficult for me to understand people who are like, I don't like Mac Miller, and I'm like, why? And they're like, I don't really know. I just don't like his vibe. And it's like, how can you not like dude's vibe? The people that say that, I'm like, you know, you've never honestly sat down and just listened. They just they, or or they listen like the mainstream shit and they're trying to tell you oh well I didn't like that like I say like if it was just me where I'm just like oh I really didn't like fucking wear my hat and all that type of dumb shit and I just gave up then I would have been you know I probably would have been one of them ignorant people but it's like I I heard like somebody was like yo let me just 
listen to this fucking record and i was like oh nah like i don't and i even said it for the longest i was like i don't know where bro or what emotions bro was feeling on this shit but i'm like <laughs> i mean we go you know i'm with um, i'm gonna just say all this or whatever i'm gonna let you start off or whatever because you kind of teased a little bit or whatever bro so let's go ahead and get to track 11 or whatever you start off right here whatever talk to us about your thoughts on track 11 watching movies the second single on this album or wait, second or thirds? This was the third. Third, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You started. You talk about this. <laughs> I mean, just the fact he's just in the studio and starts off, yo, all your bitches got the green boat. <laughs> like, it's just so, like, the random shit he says. Like, just to start off with that, and then he just goes in, and, like, this is, in my opinion, one of his hardest rap verses ever, like, the first minute of the song. It's just... The way he's able to, like, obviously he's not as fast as Eminem, but the way he's able to keep his composure and flow the lyrics with the beat that he makes, it's just different. And that's really the only way I can describe it. Or, like, and then it gets to, like, the trivia part. is like, looking at my life is, like, you watch it. And it's just, like, yo, vibes. So... When I when I heard this or whatever, of course, you know, when the album dropped and everything, man, or even before that, too, I'm just like, did I think, OK, is this what the movie like the joint's going to be like or whatever? Maybe, you know, I'm not. But also at the time, too, I'm also still young and impressionable. And I guess the biggest thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to ask you this, too, as well, bro. Big shout out to my cousin, Mike, man. I'll never forget this or whatever when like I used to just go through certain stuff that had features. Right. Yep. And my cousin's like, you know, like a year younger than my brother or whatever. My brother's always would say the same thing, too. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, he said, that's what's wrong with y'all new generation. Y'all don't go through albums from top to bottom. That's how the artists intended that shit to be heard. And I remember he told me that shit in college. And from that moment, I was like, if I'm going to rock with you, I'm really going to fuck with you. I need to listen from track one to when you finish and just see what you were going for. Not only just the way this joint goes or whatever and i even love the fact of like going back to the turtle video here or whatever the way the beat even sounds like the way the fish the way the fish and all the shit underwater are moving just goes so crazy with the beat tim it's like yo what's yeah. happening right now <laughs> like doo -doo 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 -doo. and even like the way it ends where it's do, do, do. Like he kind of slows it up or whatever and kind of gets up, up up high pitch. And then, I mean, we haven't talked about birds, but there's different just bird joints or whatever. You tell me, like that shit's crazy. Dude, and like all the nature references throughout all these songs is, it's like, bro, I want to know what was going exactly on inside his head when he was producing this. California weed. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Only explanation here. California weed, bro. <laughs> California fucking weed. <laughs> but no, this this shit is absolutely fucking insane, man. I like like it's it's some songs or whatever, and I'm not even trying to be like short or anything, or whatever. It's just where it's like, dude, if you don't know it, you just gotta go listen to it for yourself if you've never heard it, or if you haven't heard it in a while, go back and listen. Cause I mean, my God. It's just this this album is literally no skips, in my opinion. I listened to the whole thing. Let's get on to this next record, bro. And I have a funny joint that I saw on Wikipedia. This might be true. This might not. It is Wikipedia. 
the next track, Suplexes Inside of Duplexes Inside of Duplexes, <laughs> featuring Jay Electronica. Did you know who Jay Electronica was at this time? This is no. twenty. This is twenty thirteen. I want to say this is before the Control song, right? Yeah, it was. Okay, I lost it because I feel like people knew him around that, obviously, because Kendrick went absolutely bonkers. But so I saw something earlier where um, apparently the Jay Electronica verse came in two hours before, like, the album had to get sent in to get mastered. Um, That sounds right, because I remember there being a song on this album that that was the case. And I knew it was one of the songs that's not really my favorites. And I mean, I still love the song, but it's definitely not one of my favorites on the album. So I don't really I, I just, I, I think like both for kind of just spitting on their own shit. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Jay Electronica. Like, to think about it, and I think, I remember this was one of the ones I remember from Dead and Hip Hop, where they were just like, dude, Jay Electronica don't do shit with like anybody. So how the fuck did Mac get this first? <laughs> like, I, that was their exact reaction. Mac is. He, one of the most respected, one of the coolest guys in this industry. And it's just a shame that people didn't appreciate him enough when he was here. Right. Like, the industry respected the fuck out of him. The media, the people, like, we did not as a group. Kind of like, even, like, I talked about it or whatever, like, the, like those those singles, like, the, the mid-30s and then the fucking 40s or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't going to be no shit where it's like, oh, well, Mac is going to get that number one or whatever. But, like, he always had respect for, like, the real ones. Right. He had the respect from the people in the industry that mattered. Because, like, I feel like it's one of the ones where I joke or whatever. And, I mean, I, I mean, okay. I'm trolling when I say this, but I'm dead serious at the same time or whatever. Are you ready for this, Tim? What? A lot of people did not get a Biggie verse. Biggie was only around for so long before he got tragically killed, correct? Yes. Shaq got one of the dopest Biggie verses <laughs> on You Can't Stay in the Rain. If you kids know or if you don't know, go back and peep it. But I'm like, what the hell did Shaq had to do to get fucking on a Biggie verse? And I'm like, it was fucking Shaq. Like, what are you going to tell? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like... Like it kind of like I said, like how in the hell did Matt get a fucking Jay Electronica first? Like, like why don't you go back and look at that? Jay Electronica literally did not drop his album for the longest because he was like, you know, just not really feeling it, and he didn't, he wouldn't do it until he got a fucking full on like made it a collab with Cove. Mm-hmm. But he has a he has a freaking verse on the Mac album. It's crazy to me the like the the people that worked with Mac Miller. It, and it's like obviously not everybody is gonna know who Jay Electronica is, so right. they're they're not gonna understand the importance of something like that. I'm gonna send but, you um Exhibit B on YouTube whenever we finish or whatever. I don't think you're ready. It's him and Most Def, like, and they absolutely slaughtered it. Like the other day, I had someone tell me, you know, Mac isn't that influential because he didn't Cap. work with guys like Drake or Travis Scott, and I'm like, bro, he worked with Jay Electronica. He was like, I don't even know who the hell that is. And I was like, that's your issue. I love you spitting to your homies. I love that. They they don't get it. And I can't say I get it. I, I don't get the whole industry either. But there right. is a good part of it that I do understand. And like I said, it's certain people who are like, oh, well, your favorite rapper is Drake, right? Like, But I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I also listen to like these underground motherfuckers or whatever where I'm like, do I mean like we gonna talk about this shit like at the very end? He's like, do you know about this? But, um, bro, 
I'm gonna take a big little gulp right here, or whatever, of my drink. Go for as, it. As we get into track 13, remember. Um, this song is emotional, man. I'm gonna just say this. I have this was like t- before we recorded this was the first time I heard this song since Rest in Peace. One of my best friends, her mom passed away. This was like one of the last times I heard this song because it was just one of the things of like, it's not just one I'm just going to go to off rip. And then obviously when you hear Mac talk about it and he's like, he straight up said like, yo, I left my boy's funeral and I just immediately went into the booth when we got back. And I didn't, he, he said, and I quote, I didn't do a record like two months later. Like I still did all the shit that was haunting me right then and just you know did it like mm-hmm. he's even, like like the fact he's talking about like his homie or whatever like i'm you know i miss you i kind of wish you would have like just had a kid with your girl because like you know i'm not gonna have you around anymore like it's truly freaking deep and even oh my god i told you i was doing a little bit of writing or whatever before we started this or whatever yeah. The little the guitar solo at the end. Where the hell did that come from? Like like you're so sad or whatever. This man when it comes in that way, that shit or whatever. I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? Don't call me on this, but that might be Thundercat if I'm not tripping. Yeah, I mean that sounds about right, respectfully. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, that is Thundercat, but I don't don't call me on it. But Your it, thoughts on this record? It's just sad, man. This is like this is my go-to song when I'm having a really bad day, and as sad as it is to say, like I need a reality check that it could be worse. Sometimes it just be like that, though, bro. I no, 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 no disrespect or no, you know, crazy thoughts over here. I understand it. Like I said, I it's one of the ones where it's like kind of like, for example, <laughs> I can't listen to Heaven by Beyonce just on any other time or whatever. And I got to be in like a mood like that shit's way too deep. Right. So I'm not even trying to be short or anything with it or whatever. It's just one of them joints where it's just like, I mean, still amazing record. It's not going to be one I skip. There's no skips on this album. But at the same time, like I said, it's something where like I just have not truly listened to in a long time because i'm like i just know what it does to me because like he honestly i mean bro i'm gonna just say this one this last line or whatever if you got something else whatever of course you can go in but i remember last year i didn't know shit and i don't know shit now <laughs> like bro i was just like god <laughs> Because, like, as I always go back to where I I picture this, but I didn't picture this. Like, I put this in my perspective of this man was my age. Like, everything he's going through at the same time, whatever, I'm also going through. I'm just like, yo, like, we're getting older. Like, you already graduated high school. I mean, obviously, I'm not fucking, like, a, you know, big pop star or whatever, or like, rapper. But, like, just shit's happening, and people are starting to, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Right. I don't know. I'm ready to move on to some. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it, bro. You know, you got yours off or whatever. So let's go ahead and get into mine, man. This is my favorite freaking record up here. Track 14. Someone likes, 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 something like you. I love something with a good ass R&B and or singing fucking on the hook or vocals. And I heard this shit, and like a lot of people say, "Yo, Max, not really even talking about nothing, but it's just it's a whole vibe. Like it takes me on a trip. Like, and even the double thing of like the hook doing this thing in the background on top of him, 
Life move fast, but my baby keep it slow. Like, like there's been so many times, Tim, where I've tried to write in this shit, and I'm like, I don't even want to go behind him because I don't even know what the fuck I can say. It's not gonna do what he was doing on this. People try to tell you that he's not saying anything on this track. Yeah. This track has a lot of meaning, bro. Like, what? It's literally about a girl that he's afraid to lose because she's, like, everything he wanted. Yeah, I mean, like, he even talked about it or whatever. Because, like, he talked about it on the Billboard shit. He was like, yo, I thought you were saying some shit. And then you were just like, this. And he was like, you go ahead and you look and you people are overthinking so much shit or whatever. And then you, like, yeah, bitches and money. <laughs> you know, because he, he said the record, like, you know, came in with your money, left all of your hoes. And it's like, bro, you got the, he's like 21 when this, when he's doing this. Like, God bless. So, yeah, this is my favorite record. And it, is, it still stands packed or whatever. Where it's like, it just takes me back to like just a moment in 2013 where I'm just like, oh, no, nah, like this record was fucking it, bro. And I mean, there's not much more I can say about this or whatever. Bro. What, what do you got on this besides what you said already? this like i fluctuate with my favorite songs on this album and this is one that when i listen to i'm like this is definitely my favorite but then it, like i go back and i'll listen to objects in the mirror and i'll be like this is definitely my favorite or i'll listen to like Watch you see you also have this whole thing where like yo i'm telling like just him on like some kind of singing shit in the background was that's why like i even look back now and it's like i said it's certain stuff where like we're never gonna get but yeah. like when he'd have an Ariana Grande or like I, I would love to hear him on like a scissor record or some shit or I'd love to hear him with some of these new R&B songstress and, and like see what they would do together. You know what I'm saying? Even like if he produced some shit and or just did some just some, some random little harmonizing, whatever, because even like when he would do his little tiny desk or whatever, he'd bring out some dope ass like just people to just fucking sing or stuff. And God knows we're going to talk about it when we get to track 18. If you know, you know, that's all I got to say about that. Go ahead. Um, I got one more thing. Hold up, hold up. Hit me. Wait, time out. I lost it. Yeah, I choked. Never mind. You good? You good? You good? Um, anything else before we get into track fifteen, Aquarium? Or as I'm gonna say, ha. Wait, I got it. it. Do you know who Ombre is? Like, she's kind of new. Oh my. Tim, Tim, I'm gonna just tell you, save it, save it, save it. Say, save it. Say, no, 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 no. Save it. I'm gonna talk about her later. I'm gonna talk about her later. Actually, talk about her. Say, I'm gonna talk about her later. When, when, when we finish the album, I'm gonna talk about her later. But yes, I'm going to talk about. Is is, is it spelled A M B R E? There's like an apostrophe in there. Yeah, with the um. Yep, 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 yep. We're gonna talk about her later. We're gonna talk about her later. Save that for later. Save that for later. Um, gotcha. tra- track 15, Aquarium. Your thoughts. You go first. This song's kind of weird to me. Probably my least favorite <laughs> album. Look, do you feel like you're just high as fuck around a bunch of fucking water and fish? Because that's how I feel every time I hear this song. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, I wasn't, look, there's certain shit where I'm just like, bro, if you're, like, this is one of the ones where it's like, unless you're a Mac fan, like, if I play this for the average person, I'd be like, what the fuck am I listening to? They'd be like, turn it off. <laughs> but at like, the same time, off. but at the same fucking time, it's one of them ones or whatever, and I'm going to ask you this, bro, I'm not just saying this whatever, like, I mean, obviously, we're we're both big Mac hive here. There's random times where I just go in the fucking backyard. I'm looking up at the sky and I say, 
Where to find shows? Like, where did the time go? I know you hear me out there. Give me a sign, though. Like, I just, I just scream it. Like, you know, right. I'm gonna follow you wherever my mind goes. Like, that is like, I mean, he just was going on some whole other shit there. Like, you know, take me away, girl. I know that you can. So, like, like he was like that. At, like, whatever he was doing on the hook or whatever. And even like before he gets to verse two, where he was like, I'm trying to make it all make sense. Like, just you feel it where he's like just. Trying to tell you, like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing right now. I'm just rapping. Ugh. There's only so much I can tell you. It's, it's like you guys just have to understand and or listen to the album. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. God, I can't even get certain like just feelings off here. Love it though. Love it though. Anything before track 16, technically, the quote unquote ending of the turtle part of the album but not the actual actual album track 16 euphoria i love the song so much just him fucking just blurting out freaking vocals the whole time bro your thoughts it's just like i don't know i feel like this is mag miller being comfortable with himself and with who his what his voice is because like we were talking about earlier like he was doing that interview with pharrell he was like i can't sing and then yeah. you get and you get to this song and he just blurting it out. Just belting, bro. Just I'm I'm gonna tell you this, right? If you seen the I mean, obviously you seen the billboard shit. When he talks to the lady about this joint or whatever, and he was like, You worries about a vagina. And she's like, You serious? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, that's like the ultimate life. Like, how does life be created besides <laughs> like it's hilarious to think about or whatever. But yeah. You know, Euphoria makes me think of, like, I mean, it's not better than it, because, I mean, like, the song I'm about to say is actually, it's probably one of my favorite Mac songs of all time, just simply off of, like, just, it's, I don't know what about it, it just does something to me, whatever, I mean, spoiler alert for when we do do faces, do do faces, um, Colors and Shapes. I knew where you were gonna go with that. (laughs) Look, I was in the back. Like, bro, I don't know what that man was doing on Colors and Shapes. I don't know what he smoked that night, drank that night, did that night. But bro, that's one of your favorite songs. I love, bro, I, t- I think I remember I told you that when we first met. Yeah. I, I remember saying, I was like, yo, Colors and Shapes, I don't, it just does something fucking to me, bro. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's not, it's not near the top of my favorite, but I get it. I don't know what a, it is about it, but it just fucking just does some shit to me or whatever. And I'm like, Euphoria kind of is around that same little vibe where he's just like, you know, like he hadn't quite got to that point in color sense. I mean, he's talking about a whole thing about like a boat sinking and, but it's it's just like, bro, and like I said, I'm by that point, I'm not even smoking like that. I mean, I'm I'm drinking occasionally, I'm partying, but like colors and shapes is. Nah, Jesus dude. Christ. Also, shout out Faces for the random ass Mike Jones feature. Hey, yo, bro. Mike Jones snapped on that shit. <laughs> Mac, <laughs> Mike, yo, the fact they have Mike Jones on the record or whatever at that point or whatever. Mac, I feel you. <laughs> yo, bro, like, you know, Mac was not playing on that shit. You could tell Mac was just fans of certain people. <laughs> and he was like, fuck it. I'm, I got to do a record with Mike Jones. Like, this is lit. <laughs> But like I said, also he's my age, so think about it. Like Mike Jones is his fucking middle school to high school era. Right. So he's like, hell yeah. Shout out Mike Jones, bro. Um, technically on the bonus tracks of this joint. I, I love the days of just this is the bonus track and it's not a deluxe. This is before we got to that deluxe era, because 
if this was the era now, it would have came out a couple of months after, and it would have been like, oh, the deluxe with three additional songs. They would have re-released it like it was a new album, but you didn't exactly get it at the time, whatever. So technically, track 17, Goosebumps. You better act right, because my fact right. Not, yo, your thoughts on this, bro? <laughs> um, this is the best song that's ever been called Goosebumps, and you can't convince me any different. I don't know another Goosebumps song. The Travis Scott song. Oh, damn. I love the shots right here. Yeah. I don't know. Not a, not a big Travis guy. Just personally. I like I like certain things I get from Trav, but like besides maybe two records, have I listened to Trav up and down, like, you know, top to bottom? No, that's Cap. I'm not going to say it in my life. I mean, I have to like initially start. But am I gonna go back and listen to Trav from top to bottom? Come on now, let's not count. It's literally just like for me, Beeps in the Trap. There's a few good songs on that, and that's about it. Hey, I ain't gonna hold you. Birds in the Trap see me night. I played the living fuck out of that record, but that's different. I mean, I, but honestly, I yo hot take. Birds in the Trap see me night was his best album. I say what yep, I said. I agree. A lot of people do Astro World. A lot of people. What was the one for? Um, um, uh, what was the one? He's on the fucking. Uh, rodeo, yes. Like, like, yeah. A lot of people say those two. Hey, birds in the trap. That motherfucker was on a different fucking level, bro. I knew it was gonna be a good album because he had Kid on it. Bro, see, like, no, he had, he had all the crooning ass niggas on that shit. Like, I think, um, the random shit. I think Bryson Tiller. Yep. <laughs> Bro, he like it was like I, even like the even little like bro the little influences you catch up there when it came up later where it was like oh Travis wrote a bunch of shit for Kanye I'm like oh I hear it now on this fucking album he did like a dance hall album on that shit and then Kanye had a whole dance hall song I was like oh yeah that was Travis right there you can hear it right here <laughs> like what are we talking about right but yeah. So, no- any other, any other bars you got on Goosebumps besides uh the, the Travis? I love that Travis Scott disrespect though. I love, respect. Also, he's supposed to drop soon. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Utopia, I think. Yeah, he's dropping. Um, Uzi Vert's dropping. Uh, Pink Tape. And I then guess. of course, you know, the Drake's supposed to be coming out with you know the whatever Miss My Dogs or some shit. Uzi fell off so. Hey, yo, I know one of my boys going to be listening and be like, yo, your boy Tim disrespected Uzi, bro. We got to fight. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, like, you know, early, bro, you're not rocking with, I want to rock, rock, rock. Early career Uzi, I rock with, but not right now. Did you Maybe. like, did you, okay, did you like what, like, the, the shit he dropped, like, back to back after taking, like, fucking, what was it, three, four years off? The last, what was the song that I liked was off the Eternal Take Deluxe, and it was that Kobe Cheap Keep song that had been out for a while. I was like, yeah, Loki, yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was like, yeah, that shit had been kind of been out in the streets for like a little minute. Oh, and I also like the um, 21 Savage song he had. Yes, sir. I just like 21. That's that's another guy I'd like to talk about with you. The development of 21 Savage in his career. Bro, I swear to God, you be reading my mind because I'm telling we talked about that earlier, me and one of my boys. Shout out to homie Ed. But that's really all I got for Goosebumps. Also, uh, last last thing you said about that too, whatever. Um, yo, Uzi. Um, did you ever listen to the shit he d- released the collab tape with Gucci Mane? He has a collab tape with Gucci. It's like five or six records, yeah. 
have to check that out. It's, it's like I said, I, I call that show Spinrilla. I don't know where you can find it these days or whatever, but it's like six just it's like um ten seventeen meets versus the world or some shit. I mean, it kind of doesn't really surprise me just because you know how goofy is that dude will drop any kind of music. Facts, but now go back and check that shit or whatever. Like it's <laughs> it's just look like I said, bro. From for, for when it dropped. I was just out drinking every weekend. That shit was crazy. <laughs> I love Gucci. I love Gucci. Gucci can do no wrong to me, respectfully. Um, track eighteen. Track eighteen. Okay, featuring Tyler Crater. I'm gonna fucking say this, Tim. Before we even get into this, doing whatever. Well, okay. The first thing I'm gonna say: get a Mac, 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 Mac. Girl, shake that body. If you know, you know. Part two. What I'm gonna say. This was right around the same era where Tyler's kind of getting on his fucking R&B shit at the end of Wolf. So to think about, like, what Tyler is now compared to, like, what we was getting from Mac then, I'm so... Like, I, I, this is what I, what I was waiting on. I'm so upset that we're not going to get certain fucking just cool-ass, smooth jazz-slash-R&B records between those two or whatever. Because, like, Tyler also just finds a random fucking singer and just puts them on a record and then just fucking, like, just croons his fucking ass off. And I'm, it, I'm just – I'm so upset or whatever. But, like, I love the fact that, like, Max said he listened – he let Tyler listen to the album. Tyler was like, this shit's depressing as fuck. Let's get – let's give you, like, the record where motherfuckers just going to, like, fucking just, like – like fist pump too and they did this record so you know you you go ahead i mean there's so many bars up here or whatever because i'm just I, I'm, I'm gonna say something at the end or i can say it now or whatever or how he ends the track of um keep crying because i'm not over my bitch <sighs> there's, there's really It'll like... be okay and in fact that's how they ended the record <laughs> There's like only one thing I can think of, like when I, I think their of chemistry, it. bro. Like I said, it's just Mac had chemistry with these people, and you can fucking feel it. Like it's literally like the two goofiest rappers that I listened to made a song together, and it's like exactly how you would expect it to be—just goofy as shit, but like good vibes. But just like rapping or whatever. I mean, even like yo, know, like yo, know, he's like Max coming off of fucking just like randomly, not even randomly, just just not even sneak this and either just talking about fucking Nick Cannon or whatever. He talks about it in the fucking star room and then does it on this track too. And I'm like, okay, so how many of these records did you write after leaving it while it out? Like this is hilarious. Right. Nah, but um, I don't know. I really like because I know you kind of asked me about it earlier. I do really like Tyler, the creator. He has one of my favorite songs ever. Uh, See You Again with Kelly, which is love. Yeah, I'm saying, are we just like the same person or whatever? I mean, bro, I, I try to put I try to put people on Kelly YouTube when her fucking album dropped. I think that was like, was that 18 or 19 when she I dropped? Think was, uh, I think it was 18. Bro, that uh, bro, that Kelly YouTube's album is he and Tyler produced half the fucking shit. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah, was it Isolation? Yes. Yep. Have the you listened song, to that album? The song with Steve Lacey, Just a Stranger. That's one of my favorite songs, too. Bro, bro, people before they knew who the fuck Steve Lacey was. Like, I remember Steve Lacey just being a random nigga in the internet. And then I was like, everyone was like, yo, Steve Lacey demo. And they lost their fucking minds. And I was like, bro, we been on them over here. What y'all talking about? Right. I'm, so, I'm I'm really liking your music, like your your musical knowledge here. I'm telling you, certain people, I'm like, oh shit, like you you know you know about these people or whatever. So hey, that's this is dope, bro. Dude, I know a lot about the music industry. I, I like I said, I don't know it all, but I know a lot. 
and the crazy part about it is is it's a lot of my own doing like i never had somebody who was like yo you should listen to this it's always kind of been coincidentally i find a song i like and i get into the artist or like right the reason i learned about big l was because i was watching um mac miller and the most dope family one day and this dude was wearing a big l shirt so i started looking him up right so yeah i love okay whatever man um last record up here technically of course track 19 niggas stay hey this is claymation you know we already talked about the star room the og version of course or whatever unofficial official last song for real for real but um claymation featuring Vinny radio no disrespect i've never heard a Vinny radio song outside of this one uh me either i can tell you that I probably would not listen to Vinny Radio in my free time. See, see, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you, no, 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 Tim, 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 Tim. We are on the same page here because I said I don't want to, like, even write it in my notes or whatever. That sounds so rude. But I was, I just felt like, because, like, Max said he was like, yo, Vinny's one of, like, the dopest spitters I've, like, worked with. And I was like, maybe he just didn't deliver on this song because I was like, uh, a lot of people snap, though. I felt like he was, like, more nervous or whatever to be on the Max shit. Like, he could be, and it's just not for me. I don't know. Maybe. I, I just definitely my least favorite song on the album. Yeah, I, I just I felt like honestly, if we would have ended this bitch with okay, I wouldn't have been mad. Right. And that's no so fucked up on her. No disrespect. Also, um, big shout out to Mac. I always hear this um his verse on this. And I think about his, if you guys do not know, I know Tim's gonna know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about or whatever. His Tuka Tuesday freestyle with himself. Prodigy and the Alchemist. That's where this verse came from. Really? Okay, I ain't gonna say I don't know. This is where the verse came from exactly, but it's the same as that verse on that freestyle or whatever. Yeah, that. Now that you say that, yeah. Look, look, I'm, say, I'm telling you guys, look it up right now. Tuka Tuesday freestyle. It's Mac Miller. It's Prodigy, and it's the Alchemist. Mac spits his exact same verse or whatever. Yeah, now that you said, like, I'm connected. He switched up a little bit shit at the end or whatever, because, like, he kind of, he literally fucks up. He says, ooh, and I just fucked up. Go ahead, Prodigy Man, and pick the beat up. Instead of, like, when it gets to that part, he says something like, spitting on a germ beat. Like, you could tell he went back and, like, actually finished it where he had already had a little bit. And, like, he might actually been freestyling, freestyling, like, originally on that shit, and then just took that and said, oh, no, 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 this kind of fire. I need to put it on the song. And then that was Claymation. You're welcome. <laughs> not, not, not you, not you, but like the homies listening or whatever. Like you, you guys are welcome. This is this how deep we go with it. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize that until you just like put two and two together. Bro, I I'm telling you, I love just listening to old Mac freestyles or whatever, bro. Shout out his fucking uh, funk plus freestyle or whatever, which was delusional Thomas verse. Mm-hmm. When fucking like he kills it. <laughs> And I think he's rapping on like a fucking like old ass like mob deep song actually. And fucking um Flex is like a lot of you rappers ain't fucking with Matt Miller. <laughs> That's what he says, like a lot of you rappers ain't fucking with Matt Miller. <laughs> I loved it. So yeah, um anything else you got with Claymation, bro? Not really. I just, I don't know. It's just not my favorite. I I wouldn't skip it. I listened to it through, but Right. It, it's just like, honestly, it, like, no disrespect or anything or whatever. I just felt like, I was like, huh. I mean, I don't know. I feel like this was more of a solid for Vinny or whatever. Just, you know, I don't want to sound disrespectful, but like, for real, for real. Um, saying all that to say, bro, we are always in on this pod and everything, bro. And 
I gotta know. We're at the end of this or whatever. I, I can go first if you want me to, whatever. You are my amazing guest here and everything, but this is the point of the pod where we give our rating out of 10. If you want me to go first, I can go ahead and kick it, or if you want to go ahead and like you know start it off or whatever, you just let me know, bro. I'll go first. Hit me. Hit us. All right. Trying to be unbiased here. I'll say 9.2. I love that. I truly love that. Any particular reason why you would say 9.2? I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. I think that just, like, if you listen to it from start to finish like it's intended, you know the vibe going in. You know there's going to be, like, wild, funky songs that make no sense because that's just how Mac is. And you know there's going to be songs where he's singing and tearing his heart out because that's also how Mac Miller is. And I feel like this is the album where he really came into the came into his own and became more comfortable with his voice and started right. to use his voice a lot more after this album. And that's something that you really see, like, when he links back up with... Um, so on the next, obviously, Macadelic's next, so he'll link up with um, Kendrick there. Yeah. You, so you can't fight the feeling. Yeah. Oh, my God. He starts singing with Kendrick there. And then you get the Wayne verse on there, too, where he sings a little bit with the question. <sighs> that motherfucker was on playing on. I mean, bro, like, as, at that point, too, Drake has not taken Lil Wayne as my favorite. So, like, it was literally some of my favorite artists or whatever. It was just, like, on the same record. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is insane. <laughs> Yeah, so just him getting more comfortable with his voice, I give it a 9-2. I don't know, I feel like a 9-2 is a really great album. Nah, hey, bro, I'm I'm glad, because like at first I was like, I don't know if anyone's ever got this straight up 10 out of 10. Um, I'm also going to give this 9 out of 10. I simply say off the fact of, like, we talked about it, we are Mac Miller fans. To us, this is, I mean, like I said, at least to me, I feel like this is, from top to bottom, one of his greatest bodies of work. Like I, I said at the fucking very beginning, he came like he came out the same time as Kanye and J Cole, and this is the album I go to, like the most of those three. And that says a lot. I mean, it just it just does. I'm sorry. Like there's there's no sugarcoating it. If you're not a Mac fan, I ain't gonna even say, are you going to enjoy this? But like, if you don't go into it like with open arms or whatever, it's also kind of weird because like, this is like literally, at least studio wise, probably one of the best bodies to work that you're gonna get or whatever. At least for also like, I mean, it's kind of one of those where we talk about like, yo, Nas wrote such and such when he was this age. Yo, Mac did this. He's twenty. He's 20, like, I think he said it took him, like, a year and a half to do this album or something, or, like, a year. Yep. He's 20, 21 years old. It's crazy, man. And I got that mixed up. McAdoo came out before this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You good, <laughs> Like I said, McAdoo was before this. You was before this. Like, he, he, like, I mean, bro, this is a crazy run, honestly. This is literally a crazy run. I got a quick question for you while we're just chopping it up. Hell yeah. Top five rappers right now. Top five rappers right now? In your opinion. Dead or alive. God dang. Why'd you have to say dead or alive? Uh, Drake's my number one. A lot of people like kill me when I say that. Drake is the person I listen to more than like anybody. It's like low-key not even close. Lil Wayne's number two. 
it, then it kind of gets funky after that. <laughs> like I don't really know after that. Like, like is 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 Mac top five? If he's not top five, he's definitely five. Right. It, it's that sounds really, crazy. It, oh, it's so I've been drinking. Guys, apologies. <laughs> it's personal preference. So at the end of the day, like I would never judge anyone else's top five and be like it's trash. Unless you right. Try. Like a lot of people when I say Drake, bro, they're like. How do you listen to Drake? But you know, like, cause I, like you know this shit or whatever. Like, I know so many underground shit, and they're like, "How do you like Drake?" And I'm like, "I really like R&B." <laughs> right. and I'm like, I'm like, if I, when I tell you like R&B is my favorite genre, and I tell you like Drake's my favorite rapper, how could does it not make sense right there? Exactly. You know. I just want to know on your side, where's Mac on your list? I'm gonna catch heat. I have Matt too. I, I, how can I be mad? It's, you just said it. It's your list. Is my J. Cole ahead of him? My five is pretty easy, though. It's Wayne, Mac, J. Cole, Big L, and Biggie. Have you went back? I got to send you the links and everything or whatever. I want you to go back and check out the pod we did last week with my boy Will, where we reviewed the Carter uh, 3. I'll check that out. Last thing here, brother, before I get you up out of here, Tim, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you, bro. I've had so much fun with this. I remember literally I hit Tim up and he was like truly honored and everything. And I said, bro, I'm honored that you actually want to do this shit. Because I mean, like I said, it's like, yo, I hit Tim up. He said, yo, I'm good on this time, this time, this time, this time. This like this type of fucking energy I love right here, baby. Like, they want no shit. Like, like I, I say, yo, this is what I want. He's like, yo, let's fucking do it. I'm hype. I appreciate you for that, bro. Um, not only that and everything, also, guys, I'm telling you, uh, we're not going to bully him, of course, but I'm going to get Tim streaming MLB the show, whatever. You guys, if you caught my stream last Friday, whatever, me and Tim got a co-op game in or whatever. Big shout out to the bros. Sometimes we'll just kind of rock out or whatever. Tim is crazy on the sticks or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He makes me look good, especially, you know, like, turned up or whatever, like, on a fucking weekend night. But I love to ask this and everything or whatever off rip. What have you been listening to lately, bro? This is why I said save it because we're gonna talk about um um is it was what's her name again? Ombre Am- Amber. It's Ombre, thank you. Bro, it. see, I saw her okay, like I said, you like I said, you know I'm big EP guy or EP. I'm big R and B guy. Yeah. I saw that she dropped the EP and I heard her on a couple of records like previously and I said, Oh nah, she big fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I want to say I don't think it was this record was the record before she dropped before maybe it was a single she dropped something and like the photo art was just like her and her family on like an old porch and I said this the most down south black ass shit I've seen in a while I've got to listen oh, to this record three thousand degrees yes yeah <laughs> that shit so I heard the EP I said okay no so no I'm gonna just get mine off real quick whatever like bro shout out to her shout out to I gotta listen to thug shit. I've heard Gunna's rapping his ass off or whatever. I've been listening to, um, are you familiar with, I, na- I think her name is Maida or Mata. It's M-A-E-T-A. She's signed to Rock Nation, I found out. No. no she dropped no. an album called When I Hear Your Name a couple of weeks ago, whatever. Um, standout tracks. James Fauntleroy's on the first fucking record, so you already fucking know. She has a cover of Cool Cat. So, I mean, everyone knows about that record or whatever. It's also been on the fucking uh, the Amazon commercial. She actually has Ombre on 
track four called Control Freak. So definitely make sure to check that one out. Questions the record right after that or whatever is the standout single. It's incredible. Just a video for it. Fuck your friend is kind of fire. Well, not kind of fire. It's big fire. <laughs> I mean, it's like I said, I can't rock with it, but it's kind of it's a biggie. Lucky mm-hmm. Day's on the song Clarity. I love Lucky Day. He does not miss kissing new people with high dollar sign. Um, sex, aka S E X, whatever. That was another single she dropped beforehand or whatever. And then the final track or whatever. Through the night featuring the Free Nationals. Big shout out to the Free Nationals. This is why I said I wanted to mention this, of course. Shout out to Free Nationals or whatever because they released that one record with Max, some unreleased vocals a couple of years ago, and that shit made my entire fucking weekend when it dropped. Oh, um, it's just life or whatever. That's life. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's that record. Uh, Mac Miller, see, yeah. And then the last thing I got, I've been listening to um, Kiana Lede just dropped a new album as well or whatever. Also, like I said, it's a lot of just R&B shit, so whatever. Also, if you guys are not listening to uh, Daniel Caesar's new album or whatever, that shit is fucking heat. Go listen to Valentina, the OG and the remix with Rick Ross. Thank me fucking later. I'm telling you, that shit's going to dominate. But um, Kiana Lede dropped a new album or whatever. Bryson Tiller's up there. Uh, Ella May. She has a song called fucking Gemini Slander. That is bars. Damn, dude. The song Damage is Fire. And then Khalid is up there or whatever. I really luck and love. I'm telling you, I call this Khalid shit before he even dropped fucking location or whatever. I said, I don't know what this kid's doing, but when he gets older, he gonna fucking be the new R&B motherfucker or whatever. So that's what I've been on lately or whatever, bro. I'm glad you mentioned Ombre and everything or whatever, because like, I'm telling you, like, that EP she dropped has been on re-fucking-peat since I've seen There's a bunch more stuff, stuff I could talk about, but what have you been on lately or whatever before we get up out of here? This is kind of... We're kind of backwards, because I've been on like some throwbacks lately. Hey, ain't no wrong with that. I had my little moments where I'm just like, shit, what what dropped here? Or I'm feeling this vibe, you know? So go like, ahead. I've been messing with the college dropout. Uh, my mm. uh, beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Uh, a lot of Kanye, Life of Pablo. Uh, we all shine by W N Melly, or Y W Y N W. Yeah, Y W N Melly. And then uh, Drank by Thundercat. That's a good album. Um, what else have I been on? I've been randomly on randomly da- Dragon Ball Do Rag, and then the pop the song before it with fucking um, what's the song before that shit or whatever featuring fucking old boy from insecure, not insecure, but old boy from freaking what is the show? Um, Abbott Elementary. You know what I'm talking about? I'm about to look it up real quick. You go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm about to look it up. So uh, drank by Thundercat. Um. Obviously, Max always in my rotation. Anything, uh, Mr. Morel and the Big Steppers been given that a second chance because I didn't really like it the first time, but I like it the second time around. I told a lot of people they didn't like it that first time, but go ahead. Um, I've been really overseas big- featuring fucking Zach Fox. It's off the fucking it is what it is album. My Thundercat. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been really big into Moneybag Yo lately. Hey, Moneybag Yo, him, bro. Um, and then obviously J Cole and all the boys at Dreamville. Still dreaming, still hits with six or black, six leg, whatever you call them. Black, yeah. And then proud of you with Young Thug and Earth Gang. Earth Gang is one of those like groups I really need to get into. Like I've honestly just been kind of missing out. And also like 
I'm, I, I love the fact that you said money back, yo. Like, not to say I wouldn't expect you to like him, whatever, but I feel like he's not really like a a dude for like northern guys or whatever. But like, he honestly, what I like about money back, yo, and I feel like it's kind of like what we said about Mac this whole time. He knows his lane, and he just is like, yo, this is my shit. <laughs> like, he Bro. Just, like he just he, he, he like, yo, he's gonna get ignorant ass bars, cool ass bars, and I'm just gonna talk shit. And, and he's and also he's a great voice. The Waukesha remix with Will Wayne and Ashanti slaps. Excuse you? I have not heard this, sir. You haven't? No. Little Wayne and Ashanti, bro. That is my childhood. I, Ashanti was one of my first crushes. Well, <laughs> after Britney Spears, <laughs> Ashanti was definitely one of my first crushes, though. God bless. I got it's a, no, it's a little old. It came out in 2021. Okay, I'm going to miss that then. Good Lord. I'll send it to you. But yeah, that's what I've been into lately. Hey, bro. Love to hear it. This has been incredible. Um, Of course, before we get up out of here and everything or whatever, I just want to say in order, man. Big shout out to Max Estate. I don't know exactly who's handling that stuff over there and everything. Because always big shout out to his parents or whatever, man. I can't even fucking imagine what. Not even just paying his parents. His parents and his loved ones, of course. Losing that man or whatever. Because, like, I mean, we always saw, like, you talked about, like, you know, the most dope family. We always saw his people. We always saw his mom. We always saw his dad. Like, we always saw all of them. So, you know, just God bless them for real, for real. You know, you know what his rap name is, right? Like, which one is that? Inspiration from his rap name. Huh. So his name's Malcolm Ray. So yeah, Mac, yeah, Malcolm McCormick. And then his brother's name is Miller McCormick. So it's Mac Miller. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> just, just shout out to his whole just, just crew over there, man. Like honestly, whatever the family, the friends, everybody, and everything, of course. And on top of that or whatever, just even keeping the legacy alive or whatever. Us real ones are, we remember this shit on everything. I apologize if we've been a little bit late. Y'all know I got a lot of shit going on right now, of course. But appreciate y'all dropping the 10-year anniversary of the album and everything, of course. Second off, big shout out to the homie Tim. This, I, like I said, bro, like, I, I hit bro up or whatever. He said, let's do the fucking thing. He was like, I appreciate it. You even hit me up for this or whatever. With that one being said or whatever, yo, Tim, we're going to drop all the stuff in the bio description. I got stuff below, but tell the people again where they can follow you and also what you got going on, bro. Follow me mostly on um, Twitter. I can't plug my Twitch because I don't remember my username over there, but my Twitter is uh, Tim Watt. so... You can find me on Twitter. Uh, it's a lot of Mac Miller content, not going to lie. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of Mac Miller content, a lot of baseball content, and just a lot of music content in general. But, yeah, I just be doing my thing, listening to Mac Miller, living the most dope life, and helping the kids in my area, man. Love it, man. Appreciate you. Love you, man. And, like, we're going to talk a lot of music now, bro. Like I said, all riff or whatever. Like, we we, we got this and everything. And this ain't, this, this ain't going to just be the beginning and the middle or the end of Tim or whatever, bro. Like I said, off rip or whatever. I appreciate it, bro, off rip. Because, like I said, he put me up there with some heavy hitters. And I'm I'm just Mookie or whatever. He was like, no, no, no. Like, you, you up there, bro. You just don't even realize that shit yet. And that was dope as fuck, bro. Off rip. I appreciate you for that. You're that dude, bro. Much love, bro. Thank you, um, for, thank you for your time and having me hey, on. Hey, man. Look, look, I thought this was fun. Like, we look, we joked and said, hey, as long as the pod ain't eight hours. 
bro, I didn't listen to it. I seen these one dudes, they dropped this literal shit about the fucking Carter 3. It was over eight hours long, bro. That's bro. That is, I'm, I'm, I was like, you know, I feel like it gets to a point where it's like, okay, bro. Like, uh, I'm, I'm noticing with these music joints or whatever, we getting around this like almost two hour time or whatever, and I kind of like how this is going. But, um, yeah, man, everything I said at the end, uh, at the beginning, I'm gonna say, of course, here or whatever, you know, remember to always, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, links and everything in the bottom description, all the good stuff below. We're gonna post all the time and his information or whatever in there, too. Y'all make sure to go check him out, shoot him some love, tell him Luke says you over there. Um, Hot Mook Summer, big shout out to the homies over there at Streamers Merch or whatever. Go get your Mook Doll merch or whatever. Appreciate y'all boys and everything. Um, of course, you know, Hey June 23 playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify. Go check out the link tree. We're going to stop being lazy and just go ahead and post them just directly up in there and or just go check out the Twitter to go get those or whatever. I promise they're not too far of it, like away or whatever, you know. Go check it out. We're going to send you to the most recent version of that if you hit on the link tree anyways. My apologies. Um. Also, oh my God, I apologize. I did not fucking. I'm gonna put this in the links and everything too, whatever. By the time you guys will be listening to this or whatever, um, check me out on YouTube. I was episode three on the homie Moss Bros 24s co-op cast stream, aka um, like an episode on YouTube or whatever where we played a whole co-op game while we answered questions every inning or whatever. Big shout out to homie Moss or whatever, man, one of my real OGs or whatever as far as this Twitch joint or whatever, really looked out for me and everything, got me to certain levels or whatever, and just off-rip, been keeping it real since day fucking one or whatever, so, and he literally told me I was the inspiration for him with this new, like, content he did, which was, I mean, come on, guys. Imagine hearing that inspiration or whatever. He's, like, literally said, I was inspiration for it. That's crazy, you know? So, make sure to go check me out or whatever. So, that that's gonna be released or whatever. We're gonna drop the YouTube from Moss or whatever. And you just go check it out or whatever. And I'm gonna be up there by the time you guys are listening to this or whatever. And I think that's all we got or whatever, man. So, you know, Oximulator, new episode, Sadie Mays over here. Like, yeah, Dad, I'm gonna need you to quit talking or whatever and let's go back outside. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna let Tim get back to his business or whatever. So of course, man, ox me later. <sighs> the most dope family. And with that one being said or whatever, of course, watching movies with the sound off. It's been a classic. It's been fun. It's been great. He goes by Tim. I go by Mookie. And until next time. <laughs> <laughs>